Last time on SideQuest Live, we did some stuff. Go watch the VOD. I guess we will get up up on the streaming. Yeah, I meant to repost though, not repost, but like send out a Twitter like the YouTube vlog's ready, go watch it, it was great. And uh, I nice. didn't pay attention to if it was released, so I haven't done that yet. Echoey, we're on the internet, everybody. I guess we'll uh, be. I don't know if the cameras are correct. Hey, internet. My name is. I didn't expect to be Don. Um, my name is Dodd. I should put the echoes back on. Hold on one sec. My name is Todd, and I will be, <coughs> I will be your dungeon master. Uh, tonight we're going to be playing some Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing some dis... Thanks very much. This intro music is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got some dungeons, we got some dragons, we got some descent into Avernus, and we have a bunch of really seriously morally ambiguous people uh, who are just waiting in the wings to be introduced. So we're going to go take a look at those peoples. Uh, tonight, I'm really excited to be back playing and uh, mucking about in the dungeons. Let's go around the table and hopefully the cameras work without me having to do anything. That's probably not going to happen. Technical. Ooh, Yaofen, I don't know why I didn't hear you. Uh, allow. Nice. Overkill is underrated. I absolutely agree with that. Welcome to the show, Bertez, 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 and to Yaofan, and everybody else in chat. Don't forget, you're welcome to interact with us. We love it when you make some suggestions. You could be a message uh, to one of the players. You could suggest something weird happens if you get ideas, and we'll try to roll with it. That's the improv tag in all of this. Um, well, let's go around the table, because we're playing some uh, Descent into a verse. Is it working? Hey, Gordon's camera is correct. Hey, Gordon. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, last week, you actually uh, told us about something pretty cool. Uh, do you want to plug it again? Sure, Your yeah. Game. Um, making a board game. <laughs> My Pornhub oh, uh, channel is... No, yeah, I, I mean... Uh, um, oh, that. That interesting thing, yes. Uh, making a board game called Lost Ones. Uh, it'll be up on Kickstarter late September. Um, and uh, stay tuned. Uh, I actually spoke with uh, uh, one of my main, main partners at, at Greenbrier, and uh, she would totally be up for us streaming, like her coming in and we streaming a game together. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, she used that at Gen Con Online and, and at other conventions. So we could probably get something set up on a, on a Tuesday night or something like that. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, tonight you're going to be playing some Dungeons & Dragons with us, and you're going to be a shadow sorcerer named... Yeah. Named Fenris. A long, long-time character on, like, since the beginning of this campaign. Yep, yep, started uh, off. Yeah, he's gone through quite a journey, and... Uh, We'll see if uh, he'll be the first to be killed by a teammate tonight. Let's see. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right. That, that's an awesome jump. Thanks. All right. Oh, I have the wrong camera. Just one sec while I switch it. Nope. Hold on. Nope. 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 <laughs> so many cameras. None of them are Dermita. 
Alright, so while I fix this, uh, Dermita, why don't you go ahead and say hey to the interwebs for us? Hey everybody, I'm Dermita, and I am your friendly, or not so friendly, neighborhood <laughs> stalker. Uh, so, yeah. We're in hell, and we'll see what happens this week. Nice, nice. And, uh, you know, keep an eye out for uh, for anybody you know down here. <laughs> Likely I know people, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> You've probably sent a few people down here, too, to be fair. Like, I mean, your, your chosen thing to hunt is, among other things, fiends. fiends so you're in the right place. Actually, uh, the devil's... The demons look at you with hatred, and the devils look at you with a bit of, like, drool dripping out of the mouth, being like, Yes, we can get her on our side. <laughs> oh, and oh, uh, yet the, the camera muck-up still continues. <laughs> Hold on one second. I will figure out which camera will be Darcy tonight. Uh, Is it me? It's your turn, Darcy. I just, Hello, you're Internet. Bit. It's me. I'm, I'm Darcy Bits. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Darcy Bits. And also on the... show, I play a gnome. Yep. That's everything. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's all you get. Awesome. And Trent, <laughs> this camera's correct. Hey, Trent. Hey, how's it going? I You're... play Ben Coom. Ben Coom. And nothing untoward is going to happen with Ben Coom tonight. No, he's a good boy. <laughs> that ominous <laughs> grin. Yes. He only does things. Yeah, yeah. He's he does all the all the things. I believe last time you had a little hissy fit and tried to scare the crap out of everyone and every refugee hiding in the catacombs underneath the hell tortured city of El Terrell, and you rolled a one. I will. I will say that. The level 10 adventurers, aka my party, were in fact stunned by the event, but refugees weren't. So, what does that say about my party? It's true. It's true. Bunch of pushovers. I don't think Jay's joining us tonight. Uh, I should probably get on my phone and double check that. Um, but he normally does play Archibald Cunningham, and uh, he is the duelist rogue who's actually originally from El as we discovered. And uh, so that city, which was pulled into hell, uh, and he is trying to. Um, he never wanted to come back here in the first place, so I'm sure he's pleased to be back here for hell. What is going on here? Come on, Internet. I'm messaging him right now. All right, whatever. Uh, don't forget, we also do take suggestions in chat. That's you folks here, so please come in. And all our music, by the way, is Creative Commons. Um, and the, the um, music playing tag is scrolling along. Much love, of course, to Kevin McLeod and many, many others. And uh, don't forget our art. Our art is by Darcy Bits, uh, our very own, uh, also on Instagram at Boyd Scratchings. And we use roll 20, and it sort of works sometimes. Oh, it's kind of huge right now. I don't know what's going on there. Why Why you got to be like that? Why? why what's Can going someone on? buff, uh, rebuff me on the situation? Uh, hell. What, um, what else? What, what else sort of there? recap would you like? We should definitely recap. Yes, Recaps we should definitely. Hold on, I gotta get the right box. There we go. So let's hear a little recap of what is going 
What is going on? How far back do you want to start? <laughs> well, once there was a prisoner named Fenris, and he met a yeah. happy little paladin named uh, Henrietta, and they... Okay, that's a little too far back. But what do you... Uh, what, where do you guys want to start? Beginning of last session, when uh, I went over to Felice, they were playing with their mimic, and uh, I said some things to them. <laughs> yeah. The f we, I think the, the first open was uh, interrogating this druid folk that we found down here. Uh, and everyone decided we ought to go down into these, I don't know if they're early catacombs, but like dungeon under this cathedrally thing. Mm -hmm. um, and during that whole thing that was about to happen, Ben Coombe comes over to Felice, who is a little away from the party, trying to get some privacy where she's feeding a body to a mimic. Her um, pet mimic. I, I feel like uh, pet is a term of ownership that is inappropriate. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, Ben Coombe helped me, you know, you know chop, chop, uh, chop this body up and help feed Berbentul Kota. And that's, uh, that was great. We had a nice little bonding moment over that. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I think I understand the Hidden Lord stuff. She's pretty cool like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really know Ooh, what's going mimic. on with the mimic sword breastplate. and the Hidden Lord, but I'm totally cool with, you know, what, you, what I've seen so far. I'm not sure where we're picking up exactly, but I remember you wanted to go back and investigate those like ruins. So if you go, I'll be I'll play bodyguard for police. Yeah, well, you guys can jump back into that and uh, check out the catacombs underneath the high hall. You've got um, you also met some refugees down there, led by I believe the name was Farah, uh, a half orc. Uh, acolyte who was busy trying to hold the fort. She is the ranking person in in um, the uh, in the high hall right now, which is really telling you something when like the newbie is there. But she <laughs> said that um, the commander has gone off to the to the grand cemetery to try to uh, find what they need, some mistletoe, so they can keep doing goodberry and keep these hundred people or so alive. But also uh, mentioned something called the. Where is it? Uh, the high, uh, the helm of the helm of Pelor's sight, and so they're off trying to get that. Uh, you guys also have a hellscape below you, which in the immediate vicinity is this massive, horrible battlescape. Uh, but a little bit further on than that is, you know, open plains of dust and uh, hot uncomfortableness and rolling rampaging devils and generally just kind of an interesting place to be yeah that's what i'm excited about yeah so you guys are see welcome those rolling planes rolling planes feel like we need a country song with that one um so yeah you guys the the game is yours you are busy under the catacombs and We'll see. Yes, we've endeared ourselves to these refugees before immediately terrifying them or something like that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they, they're they basically desperate for help and leadership, and they see you guys kick some butt, and they're like, maybe you can. And then they see how terrifying and edgy you are, and they're just like, uh, let's keep a little distance. So they are keeping their hundred or so huddled people in this uh, area are... Mm, they're 
they're there. They're happy you're here to kill things, but they're not entirely certain that they're not next on your list of things to kill. Yeah. So I believe we like actually left off with saying we we're gonna take our like nice long rest and be bushy-tailed, bright-eyed for tomorrow. I don't actually remember having a conversation with um, Ben Kuma about going off and searching for materials and stuff in the middle of the night, but that is what Felice was planning on doing. <laughs> so I don't, does that, is that a thing? You wanna do it right now, we woke up? Sure. We can go. So well, I think we planned on taking watches, right? Even though there's, yeah, yeah right? So, yeah, so um, you guys decide to not needing a grand rest yourselves. Um, while they're off on hijinks, what do you want to be up to, uh, Darmida? Um, I feel like uh, as wound as she is and everything, she's probably starting to lose a bit of steam, so she'll likely definitely rest tonight. It's been a while. Fair, fair. And what about you, Fenris? Um, Fenris will definitely be taking a long rest, um, but we'll likely have a sidebar conversation with Dermida at some point. Sure. Uh, maybe right at the beginning of the night or when there's a convenient time. Sure. Well, let's um, let's dive into the catacombs for a few minutes as these two kind of see that everything's settling in. You guys, uh, do you want to sleep on the middle? Kind of the rest of the pl- people are kind of huddled around the outsides of this um, catacomb, <clears throat> whereas you guys uh, and have they've kind of abandoned the middle to you. Uh, there are little alcoves and lots of little families and groups are huddled in these alcoves uh, amongst their beloved dead and uh, there are some oh, bodies interned um, uh, in this area but most of this area has is you know pretty old um, the fresher bodies you kind of passed you glanced into a few of those uh, and did see some bodies being prepared for burial before um, more recently dead with various levels of honors. Uh, so where do you guys want to sleep? Kind of out in the middle, or do you want to decamp one of these families and, and sleep in a nook? Are all the nooks taken? Pretty much. There's a hundred different, uh, actually now 120 almost refugees, including the people you brought. So you, they, you, you have, where would you like to be? Here? Okay. I don't necessarily feel like I need to decamp anyone but i'm probably not gonna sleep like in the middle like i'll probably sleep off to the side like want to sleep off to the side like against a wall or something like that sure you kind of scoot in and there's just a little bit of space uh actually it's pretty close to where that halfling family that you guys rescued and brought with you um they're they're kind of nearby uh huddled near this light that uh this sconce uh that's burning with uh continual light right above you um ben Coom and felice kind of take the opportunity to move off into the shadows and kind of um get ready to go uh, archibald uh moves as far away f- from them as he can and uh, uh from the holy people uh and just kind of settles down he's actually busy skipping rocks into the holy water fountain over here uh and just 
doing like half blind tosses, stepping back and like throwing over his shoulder and like just generally keeping himself occupied and occasionally does some sleight of hand type stuff for to keep the kids entertained. All right, um, Felice and Ben Coom, where would you like to go? First thing I would like to say is I do need a long rest. Um, so what can we reasonably do tonight and still get a long rest? Um, check out the- yeah, you could check out kind of the way you went or the opposite side. See if okay, just as long as like it's not like okay, cool, you're committing to this thing that's gonna no, no, you probably ruin your sleep or something like that. Okay, it's not that's like fine. anybody has an yeah. alarm clock set, so I, I imagine you're probably sure. gonna rest okay. for about 10 hours and you've got a couple hours before you actually bed down if you want it's hard to tell what time of day it is down here actually yeah, sure, except yeah. for you felice you know <laughs> sort of you spent most oh, of your life underground you have a pretty good sense i was gonna say Vancouver would be annoying about it now like he would be like evangelizing early in the morning all right wake up everybody praise the hidden all right. Um, I, I, he's found religion, folks. Sorry, what was that? Trent? No worry. I was just gonna say uh, we heard noises coming from like these chambers before. Uh, where on the map are you looking? At uh, the northern section. Uh, well, you've kind of walked past and glanced into some of the southern rooms. Most of those are body preparal, preparal, uh rooms in which yeah, they prepare the yeah. dead. Uh, and then there's that been buried for burial. There's that body of the woman with the greatsword who was called the unknown hero. And then down below, these are the preparial rooms. That's now canon. In my world, Fair they're enough. called preparials. Uh, and then uh, the kind of regular tombs are, um, are here. And for those of you watching at home, it's the H10 or the regular tombs. Our players don't see those. I'm so excited. <laughs> super excited yeah. all right so, uh, so i was originally planning on being like it's my watch i'm gonna go leave and go do stuff but i do like the idea as a player at the very least of ben coom and police going off on together does ben coom approach me or how does this work how do we get to that point how do they get ben to that point internet <laughs> ben coom is, is gonna uh, i don't know <laughs> Spend a plot point um, to make it so that uh, Felice pulls out a hacky sack and Ben Coombe says, What is that? Oh, this? Oh, this is a traditional uh, pastime of my people. What? Not a lot to do underground sometimes. What uh, was the point? Seems to be small. It's not really any point. It's just a past the time when waiting for others to do whatever they have to do. I'm not actually that good at it, um, and I like make a dexterity check and fail. Um, <laughs> thunk. Yeah. Would you like to try? You try to keep it off the ground with only your feet, and maybe your head. Sure. I attempt to kind of kick it up into the air a couple times, maybe like bounce it I don't know, dropping it on my knee or something. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> you know, I was actually hoping to, um, well, I don't know Here, wait, how much everyone's really interested in me wandering on my own, but yeah, considering how many people there are here, I figured I might be able to uh, go off and explore a bit. 
You know what happens when you say that too is uh, I'm so bad at haggy sacking that I just kick it to like the off into the dark. (laughs) Say, okay, yeah, well, we've got to go get your haggy hack. Let's go. Nice. All right, you guys are heading to the north side then. Yeah, and I'm going to add hacky stack to my character sheet because it's there now. Well, it's now canon. You can if you find it again. He kicked it really hard. Go You're ahead right. And do I'll, a I'll write hacky check. sack number Lost. zero. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> All right. I can probably find There's it. There's Schmurf Neblin invention of hacky sack. Yeah, it's going to be called something else. I'll, Sacky I'll hack. figure it out. Uh, I have language analogs for all of the languages that I know. So Absolutely. I'll, I'll find out what. I guess hacky sack probably doesn't translate well, does it? Hmm. Foot bag. Squishy no, that's rock. That's going be something wrong. Uh, <laughs> squishy rock sock. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, you guys are heading up to the north. Um, uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me if you haven't already. I would love to. And Coom as well? Uh, sure. I got an at one. There it is. We're going to be here for days. Yeah, 15. you all right, so Ben Coom, you spot it, um, but Felice walks right past it and keeps going into the, up the hallway, just looking in all the corners and down at the floor. Um, How ben, lit is this area? This area is actually darker than most of the rest. There, it's a fair, like, there's a flickering light coming from these two stairwells. Okay. Uh, I cannot see, it, but I was wondering they if they really you... do. They roll a lot of nat ones. Do you guys hear the chat? You probably don't. No. No. All right. Now fix no. that. Hold on. TTS. Let me, let me fix it. I was wondering if I could maybe like use a firebolt cantrip that I have in the in the hidden lord sword to kind of make it a torch, more or less, if possible. Just kind of holding the bolt rather than like exposing the bolt for like light purposes for me. That's kind of awesome. I can't hear you anymore, Todd. <clears throat> go ahead and make okay. a uh, Ben Coom. Go ahead and make an Arcana check with disadvantage. <laughs> also, what does this look like? You pull out this sword, I assume. Yeah, this massive uh, two-handed sword comes off of his back. And Ben Coom, what's it yeah. look like? Um, I think as soon as we kicked the hacky sack really far, I, I, I knew it was just a bad excuse to go find something to fight, I guess. And so I, I, I pull my sword out like pretty much immediately. Like Felice would see me running, pulling my sword out and I'd be like, oh, it's pretty dark. Uh, hidden Lord. The the sword says, I, hold on, let me, uh get the voice thing going you you have the powers of fire so you concentrate and Coom says okay but I think the the HL clearly understands that Ben Coom doesn't understand what he meant by having the powers of fire because he's not really good at that stuff yeah so go ahead and roll <laughs> arcana with disadvantage please i don't see it on the chat yet so there is it uh that was a five so a five so you're like <laughs> all right um just for fun 
because it was disadvantage. I'm going to take the higher roll as your attack roll. Um, and Felice, does a 17 hit you? Whoa. This is the first time I've had an attack levied at me, other than being in wild shape, since I have equipped, that sounds so weird to say, uh, and so my, my AC is 15, it hits doubly. <laughs> All right, so as you come around the corner, Ben Coombs, like, you can see fire flicker up the etchings in the blade, and you can see the it build towards the edge of the uh, of the, the point, and you just raise it up, and you hold it, and it just... And at that moment, Felice comes around the corner, and you look at her, and that look directs where the blade... Uh, where the fire goes, and it just blasts her in the chest. Go ahead and roll your damage. Love. This is a firebolt, right? This is a firebolt. Fire so if you're uh, oh. resistant to fire. Um, that's two damage. Thank you. All right. Oh, good. Hit him. Or her. Ah! What? Oh, no, indeed, Bertiz, Bertiz. Um, what the? You're just out of sight of the rest of the room, uh, and this burst of fire hits you in the chest, Felice. I'm not entirely sure where you got that sword. I don't recall you having it when we first met. Hey, we're not here to talk about the sword, okay? We're here to just ignore responsibility. For sword and savior. My sword and savior, the HL, is really cool, okay? All right, fair enough. And um, Well, I actually would like to um, see if there's anything uh, growing around here or something useful for... Um... You know, components and such. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you still want your hacky. Your sacky I do hacky. also want my hacky, but I cannot seem to find it. It's probably gone forever. I'll make a new one. Here's your, No, here. I found it, Felice. I think I found it, right? By what? Yeah, you totally did. Uh, you, you rolled well. I didn't hear yeah. you say so you picked Sorry, it up. Sorry. I assume... You, you, yeah, it, you did find it. I don't know if you picked it up or just left it. It's literally behind her right there. I give Felice her hacky sack back, and I say, Hey... This isn't a hacky sack anymore. This is a sack of friendship. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna kick whatever asses you're fighting whenever their ass is trying to fight you. It is always good to have someone like that uh, around. It's not uh, something I prefer to do myself, personally. I think that Um... I will like you. Nice. All right, so you guys are... Um... Can I make a history check about this? This has been mentioned a few times, and I haven't, like, asked for information, sure. but I am, like, racking my brain. Yeah, yeah, you can you can try. It'll be a fair... I'm not going to lie, it's fairly obscure, but you yeah, can, def- be you can or most definitely try. Yeah, would it be, like, arcana, or, like, what would it be? Um, religion? Sounds kind of religious. Honestly, it it just slightly varies what the DC is, so it's can up I to you. Can I roll all of them to get three chances? <laughs> no, you, you can pick one. Well, if one is the best DC, I'll just roll that one because I would consult all these different things, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you would, you, if they're all the same modifier, then just roll. They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick, you just tell me which one, and it, it might adjust the flavor. Flavor, okay, flavor. Religion. Religion sounds interesting. All right. You're like, well, he's speaking very religiously, and with your sixteen, he is you're like, he doesn't sound like he's talking about an established religion the hidden lord well there was 
probably about 70 years ago, there was somebody called the Whispered One who was the secret uh, god of, has tried to ascend as the god of secrets. Um, mm. Very few so people actually say his name aloud. His name was Vecna, and he was stopped from becoming an actual deity. Uh, but Hidden Lord is not the same as Secrets. But right, it might yeah. be... Okay. Um, I'll just file that away. Yeah, the other thing uh, that kind of comes to mind is... Yeah, you, you don't think it's an established religion. Um, it might be some kind of weird patron. Because hmm. everybody yeah. and their dog is a warlock now. Hey, what, you, what, what can you do? Well, what? first thing I think to do is go back and take a look at that um, woman we saw before. I don't know if you actually took a look at her. Let me show you. Sure. So, Felice, you take him around uh, and down. There's nothing in, to be frightened of. The hallways are mm -hmm. clear. You're still traveling somewhat carefully. Um, and you take him down into this ca uh, tomb of the unknown hero. And, Felice, you pad down the stairs and the warm presence of calm and peace washes over you as you and it really just takes away all that it's almost like an uh an air conditioner noise that's finally silent uh, the presence of hell fades away and mm. for a few minutes you experience calm and warmth but not the uncomfort it's almost a nice cooling um sensation compared to the air of hell ben coon when you walk down the stairs can you do a whiz Hey, thank yeah. thanks, Grimdur. Honey, six months, dude. That's awesome. Thanks so much for uh, for subbing. Yeah, man. Thanks, Yalvin. We got you up on the uh, on the mods. Yalvin's been with us so long. Hey, we got to give him some power. <laughs> um, so thanks very much, Grimdor, for watching and and everybody. So uh, Ben Coom, go ahead and roll a wisdom check, a wisdom save as you enter the room. Okay. 12. Okay. So as you set foot at the bottom of the stairs, it just feels like your foot and then your leg. And as you walk into this tomb, the, this, the sword starts to heat up in your hands. And there's this blinding flash of pain, this intense pain uh, all up and down your arms. Nice. I like that uh, that emote there, Grimdor. Thanks. I don't know if you guys on, on, on there are hearing these chats, so I, I appreciate you. No. Uh, I'll, I'll read them out uh, until we do. Um, so, yeah, you have this blinding flash of intense pain. You're not actually taking HP, but any, you are, any attack rolls or anything like that is at disadvantage. And the, in your head, you hear your the voice of the Hidden Lord. <laughs> no. <laughs> And it, uh, you don't understand Infernal, do you? Nah, I understand Giant. Giant and Common? So you don't know what it's saying. It's speaking in Infernal intentionally. Normally, telepathic, it can speak to you and you get it. It's just cussing out in Infernal, and you are very uncomfortable in this presence. Okay. Can I? Can Ben Coom determine where this origin of discomfort is coming from? Um... In his in on 
maybe the source of it? Sure. You notice this very plain, almost as if the um, this uh, plainly dressed woman lying on a raised platform in a position of honor in this room. It's a, a tomb dedicated to this person on this platform. She's got a, a great sword by her side that looks incredibly plain. No, uh, no adornment at all. And you can just sense that in this body's presence, you are very uncomfortable, or at least the the sword okay. is. And by by, um, yeah, exactly. That's your great sword's axe. <laughs> the the sword. I mean, <laughs> honestly, not bad. I, I I'm gonna spend a plot point. That's 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 the that's the hidden lord's axe is trapped in that sword. <laughs> Grab the All right. Oh, uh, I'm feeling a lot like I don't know if your steel is is hotter or harder right now, but my steel is kind of harder. Yeah, and I think we get the shot right. Like from your perspective, you're like you you hear this like infernal screaming in your head, and like the camera like doing that like wobbly pan because it's like from your vision and we're seeing that Felice is just like kind of talking but like yeah. you can't make out what she's saying it's like all muffled and just chatting about the, the uh, sound is balanced you know, right it's oh, like, I saw <laughs> this. if you look at this motif right. up here it tells the story right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, uh ben coom it's almost you like that. your sword is pull, like doesn't want to enter this space um it's just dragging you can force it into the room but you it's like all it's resisting your walking it's resisting as you pull it through it's like trying to pull it out of really thick mud uh i'm gonna keep walking into this chamber all right so you press on through and you it's difficult but you do make it it's fine and this okay. this thrumming in your ears, this sound almost like static, just just pounding away on the inside of your head. Yeah, and I reply something like, "Oh, I don't know if that's carry anything in the middle." Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you having some sort of a resurrection? You look. Um, he's sweating. He's shaking a little bit. I um I uh, yeah I don't uh. You see, it is odd, right? Like, I can't see any real magical thing I can pin down, but there must be something going on here. I thought I might um, scour her for components, and uh, I pull out a knife and I start to cut her hair off. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead and make. Um, I'm going to say that's an arcana that. check. You're you're gathering components. Oh, nice wisdom check! I didn't notice that. Uh, arcana. Oh no, we're desecrating a tomb. I'm going to take a little hair. It's fine. 21. Nice. All right, so you pull out a little knife and you go up to um, do that. And there's a moment, a flash, just as like you, in your mind's eye, as you cut a little piece of hair off. Uh, just almost like a flash bulb going off, but incredibly bright yellow instead of that whitish color. And then mm -hmm. that's it. You've got now got the little little bit of hair, a little mm -hmm. lock of hair. Um, in your hand. That's it. Great. Um, and yeah, I don't really personally, as a player, had any other good ideas of things I could harvest from a body without like actually butchering it. Uh, if anyone else has a suggestion that police might have thought of, I'd be willing to take that. Um, <laughs> the holy male clippings of Antioch. Right. Yeah. I mean, that might be like 
you hear about like ogre strength potions are made out of nail clippings usually, right? So like maybe. Um, if anyone has anything other that's interesting. I don't think I can think of anything else other no. than those two. Clipping. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll see if I can like get some nail. Not like clippings, obviously, because I'm just using a knife, but I'm like trying. Just pare a little bit of a nail off. I'm not trying to like pop her fingernails off. No, actually, um, she's lying with the with the sword holding the hilt across her body like this. You go to unravel the hand, and it's oh, just. I have to open her hand. Hmm. Bertes, Bertes, Bertes suggests a finger. Um, you go to move her finger to, uh, to do... get access to a nail, and it will not move. Go ahead and we'll make a strength that. check if you'd like, Felice. Yeah, let us check your feet instead first. Uh, they have boots boot on. Off? You go down yeah, and try to pull off. a boot off. Go ahead and make a strength check. Sorry, Benkum, did you say I feel much better about making a strength check about this. I just, I think Benkum responds to her going to, like, pry and says, don't do that, Felice. Like an X, like an overprotective X. Right, uh, do you... Like, that's when I went for the hands. Do you do anything when I say, oh, how about the boots? I think that he failed to say anything up until your strength check. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm switching to boots. I'm not taking out the... I always do this thing where my brain only looks at where the check marks are. And, of course, strength is not checked. Also, you said strength check, so that's not even... It's not like it's athletics. It's strength anyway. Yeah, it's so just straight up strength. Stat. I get three. Uh, three. You're really well oiled boots. It pops right off. You're, you're you bend down to pull and you brace yourself. You're like, okay, the hand wouldn't you move. Bend down. How high is oh, this? Oh yeah, that's right. You reach up to get this boot and you go to pull and whoop, comes right <laughs> off in your hand, no problem. Wow. And you're just holding this boot and you see this foot there. You know. Right. Socks? No socks? No socks. What's the deal here? No socks. Great. Let's start. Let's start clipping some. Okay, so um, you go to carve, and the blade just, it's almost as if you're trying to cut a stone. The blade is just scratching along the surface. You know, I had the theory a while ago, and I'm like working at this, I guess it's up here. Um, it, um, it might not even be dead. It might be something more like same death. Little but these are quite indeed protected in that situation. So it might be something like that. It could be. Uh, how much magic can I do and still like get full rest and get my spells back and stuff? Um, I mean, if you've got prepared spell slots or anything, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I'm gonna try and dispel magic. Sure, go for it. Now, dispel magic is kind of weird because it's like I think you end in effect that you choose, so it's like I'd be targeting an effect that I'm guessing is there, I guess. Target Saint's foot. Hmm. Well, um, I will um, spend a slot. I have. Uh, I'm gonna use a fifth level because I don't plan on using any more spells tonight, and I have one left. Um, so, um, my intent is that um, whatever is protecting it, if that is like a feigned death spell that's making it resistant, then that's. That. So go ahead Otherwise, and make an arcana. Else. It's like making her like out of stone or something. Yeah. Go ahead and make an arcana skill check. Okay. Uh, that's not one. He 
You guys are nat one monkeys. Like that's all you roll, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. I feel like that's 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 my my uh, my brand. So you go to dispel, and uh, at the very last second, that's just as Ben Coom um, says, "You shouldn't." It's almost like your words are slurring. You're like, "You shouldn't do that." And this, okay. and Ben Coom, what all you hear in your head is is the voice has switched back to common, which you can understand, and it's speaking to you. The sword is saying. You must desecrate this body. You must destroy any presence of such a holy thing. And you're... As the dispel magic spell goes off and the sword slips from your fingers as though it's covered in grease, slams, clatters against the ground. And... Was that the only thing in the area? I guess I got now one, so fair enough. No, you basically did what he did to you, which was... The spell went off and he says, you shouldn't do that. And you're like, and go. And you blasted him with the spell magic. His sword clatters to his head, uh, to the ground in front of him. Ben Coom, your head stops buzzing. You take a deep breath. Oh, I'm sorry. (gasps) You are yourself oh my God. for the first time in ages. I'm sorry, your voice cut out. There's no words in my head. <laughs> There's no words in my head. Oh my God. I'm me. Yeah, and like during that, I am like actually chattering. So there's kind of words in your head, at least in the shot, right? Like Absolutely. In the balance of the of the shot, there's just me being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Let me get your sword for you." And I'm like trying to pick it up because I'm closer to the ground, and I'm like, "Ben, Coom. I'm not like I'm like angling it basically so that the hilt goes up and I stay at the bottom here." And I'm sort of <laughs> you're passing it to him. Uh, <clears throat> um, by, ben Coon does a twenty-one hit your AC. It does. Okay. Both sets of chains on your hands lash out at you. One of them misses just as you flinch away. The other one wraps around your neck and begins choking you out. What the fuck? Yeah, they added their attack pulls together. That's wild. No one does that. That's awesome. Uh, you take. You immediately take eight uh, bludgeoning damage. Um, and uh, they are, have you grappled. I am so sorry, Bella and Gordon, this is going on so long. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Sorry, did Felice, did Felice, you picked up the sword, right? I have, like, effectively levered it by the blade so that the handle or hilt or whatever is nearer to Ben Coom. Sure, way you kind of nudge it, it towards him. him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I probably is, like, picking it up, right? But it is, like, that's the intent. Ben Coom. I'm not picking it up by the hilt or anything. Your eyes are bulging. It's not doing a... Well, actually, you're not raging, so it is doing full damage to you. Uh, And I don't know how hurt you were. I think you were a little banged up from the last one. This... You're now wrestling with your very own devil's chains, and this sense of exhaustion washes over you. You have effectively... uh, Go ahead and roll a d6 for me, actually. Oh, this is it for me, man. This is it for me. Too, man. Hey, thanks for following, Steamy John. Well, 
All right, so uh, I'll answer your question in just one second there, Steamy John. Thanks very much for the follow, by the way. Um, so Don't ben let Coombe... Todd fool you. The evil characters are his. Yes. <laughs> no, but Ben Coombe has made a deal with multiple devils, basically. So um, you currently are at two two levels of exhaustion. Just wash over you from all of oh, your really? hijinks before. That's actually pretty pretty Wait, generous. <laughs> is six levels dead? Six levels is dead. So you just actually made a like save or die roll. We got an actual save or die roll in fifth edition. We did it. I thought that my mistake, but when we did the hidden lord, he had healed me. Yes, but he is no longer bound with you right now. Oh, of course. So then now I'm at two points of exhaustion. Okay. Yeah. I was just seeing I'm what just saying you, you rolled did a D6. Get a... If you roll a six, you would have died. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like he did something, but that a lot of that exhaustion came washing back over you. Yeah, I wanted a six. All right. So you are a disadvantage on all attack rolls, half speed, and all that jazz. It probably doesn't take too long for me to notice <laughs> yes. that he's being choked up by his own chains. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Felice, you see what's going on very clearly. Um, right, so I'm like, lift up the blade, and I lever it towards him, and then I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh no, what's going on? Darmita! Darmita! I think Ben Coombe, if he came to his senses, he would be screaming Darmita's name. Absolutely, you hear him calling out in this choked manner. Um, ah, I'm being choked out by my own destiny! Darmita! All right, go ahead and make... Uh, uh, I'm going to count that as an action to be trying to undo the grapple. So go ahead and make an athletics check. All right, I'm going to... You are at disadvantage act. because of exhaustion, I think. Is it two levels? I'll look yeah, it's, a, it's disadvantage on ability checks and speed is halved. If it was three levels, he'd be disadvantage at attack rolls as well. Okay, so this is an ability check, so disadvantage, please. like to rage as my bonus action. You got nice. it. You just... <sighs> Your pupils like super dilate, and your your tats just kind of flash with this pulse of red. Twenty five. Damn. Um, the chains almost as if it was like a pet dog that was like right like a, a, an untamed feral beast that's just barely under your control, and you just pull it back, and it you almost hear like. A that kind of thing you've shown it who's boss and you hold it up and it's still writhing but it's not on you anymore um you are ungrappled and you can breathe again oh my a uh, quick question todd mm -hmm. am i no longer cursed by the great sword that i was wondering if you're gonna ask that Technically, you need re remove curse to. Okay, but, but I am no force to hold it within my grasp. Yes. Okay. That's how I'm hand waving this house rule. And I haven't touched it. You haven't Felice, touched it. Yeah. He's picked it up, or I. Felice has kicked it towards. I picked it up by the blade, and then I dropped it in surprise as I saw you being choked. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Thank you. But yeah, if you want to do anything with me while I was touching it, go for it. Right. Um, I think, uh, I just, I don't know. I don't want to temporarily tame the devil's chains anymore. It's... I mean, you've got them uh, back away from you, and they don't see... You've kind of shown them 
like a swift kick to a feral, semi-feral dog. You've shown it who's boss. So they're under my control. You can test it to That's see if you like. That, uh... <laughs> nah, I think um, I so take them off. I take my bag off my back. Sure. And uh, I pull out. Um, the chains uh, are still attached into your flesh, right around your elbows. By the way, they're burrowed okay. in and anchored on. Okay. All right. Well, Th- that uh, deal was done. I. I don't know. I don't. I, uh, I leave the blade, the greatsword. I don't want to get cursed. What about the new one? The, the new one. There is a, a a blade next to the body. <laughs> the woman. Yeah, there's a greatsword oh, there. She's holding it, right? Or is she not? She is she, holding it. Yeah. Okay, I reach for the greatsword. Is that? I reach sure. for her great. Go ahead and make a strength check. I'm still raging. Sure. Advantage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Advantage. It's a, so I'm just. It's an ability check. Rage. You pull these off. So you it's a straight roll. forward. Straight roll. Yeah. Straight roll. Oh god. Uh, I don't even. You know don't. What, you don't have to do this. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. You pull, Is and it... the hands begrudgingly. It leaves her hands, and you're now holding this other one. Um. Go ahead and roll a wisdom save for me, please. God, I gotta stop. Grab. I thought this was healing me or something. 20? 20? You're holding this and... Gotta stop grabbing cursed objects. Silence. <laughs> a sense of somewhat calm. Your chains retract and... Back around your wrists. Oh, that's going to take a while. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I'm just uh, laughing at chat. Yeah. So now my chains have fallen off? Absolutely. Thank you, Steamy John. Yes, and Darcy's beard is serious, legit. My beard is, yeah, nothing. I'm going to... But, uh, yeah, that was good. I don't know if uh, ben, I don't know if you saw that, Trent, but it was about Vancouver. It was pretty darn funny. Ugh. Yeah, I was uh, it's along. like the Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, your chains as you hold this other greatsword, waiting for what happens. Nothing, except the the volume of the hissing, and then the speaking in the back of your head fades away. It's still there, but it's much quieter. You have the blade. You're still a little clumsy and a little bit wobbly in this particular room. But nothing happens beyond that. Could, so now could I, I can take off the devil's chains? No, they're still attached. They're still on okay, just, But So could I leave the uh, uh, other greatsword that cursed me in the arms of his lover? Um, sure, you bend down. <laughs> And you, and you pick it up. Oh, it's something between me. No, I don't. Oh, or do you want to? What do you want to do? You actually, you go to bend down and you pick up, and your hand freezes a few inches away from the blade. Yeah, Felice, do you have some sort of? Maybe we should leave the sword in its place. It's. They seem to have sexual tension. Um, it, I, I'm not entirely sure what just happened. Um, are, are you? Are you feeling okay? 
think I had sex with the sword. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, this might be uh, enough for tonight. Uh, maybe we should go back. Right. Uh, Do you want me to bring your sword or I just, leave it here? I don't know. I'm going to walk back to... Where are we? So you're down in, in this little tomb area, a few steps um, raised, He's actually. Asking. He's yeah. asking. Right now you're in... Character. in in, in oh oh okay sorry okay. yeah I know but Ben Coom just is like mm. let's go back to Gordon and Bella uh, yes um, sure you do not remember or... I don't know what else to do I let just... us let us go talk to them maybe hmm and like please is looking at you like I'm not just gonna be hundred percent assume that you don't remember what's going on or anything, but I'm gonna be like, this is you know a little off. We'll see, we'll see. We'll take it, we'll take it one step at a time. Um, Absolutely. I think, I, I think Ben Coom just says, I think I need to rest. I think I need to sleep. It seems like a good idea, yes. Um two points. I, I will take you back. Uh, and I'll you know, we'll leave there. Okay. Uh, with apparently the sword. Sure. Um, yeah, you've got this the great the great And I guess I left her boot off because I never hero. said I put it back. It's still in your hand. <laughs> well, I'm not carrying the boot. I okay, you dropped the boot at the edge and because I pulled it off and then went to cut the toenails, so I wasn't just, holding the boot. It just yet. wouldn't shave. But so you I get was in... planning on putting it back and then never did. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben Coom, you leave the tomb of the unknown hero, a great sword in your hands. You're left behind on the floor, almost just simmering an actual a little bit of smoke rising off mm-hmm. of this wickedly notched great sword that you got from the fallen um, evil paladin Austrin r- smoking on the floor of the unknown hero you leave the tomb yeah, take a so deep we'll breath back. and you feel so tired all right, so you guys make your way back. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Darmida, Fenris approaches at some point. What do you want to say? Both saw what happened back there, Darmida. You're talking about him? Yeah. Yeah. I heard what I heard. He's definitely so, under the sway of, of an entity. I agree. That's I've been with him a long time. That's not him. I was somewhat interested in trying to find this commander, uh, partly because of this helm of Pelor sight and the vision that we experienced. You and I both know that we need to find um, the weakness of the Eye of Pelor, the sword, which could be buried in this fortress down somewhere in around here. His name. His name, which we can potentially find out from the old man. I've been trying. With I him. know, but there's there's some progress, so perhaps some more, and then finally the eye, or the sight, the eyes. So maybe this helm of of Pelor Psyche can lead us there, or is it? That's what I was thinking when I heard her talking about it. But I don't I I don't know, that seems too easy, but I still think we should try. I'm definitely convinced now that we should do this because 
as I look around, we need to find a way to break this curse. And for what no, I know, best bet would be a cleric or a paladin of, of some power who mm. can do this. I'm just concerned to bring him with us. He's not in a good place right now. And if we don't, perhaps it'll consume him and he kills everyone here. True. So, let's get our rest. Let's embark on this mission tomorrow and keep him with us. And see, once we find this commander or, or find a, a magic user uh, of divine faith... Uh, to get to gain their aid to break this curse do you feel comfortable i mean after all the faith is really paler so do you think we can trust them not entirely no you glance but i don't see, see much Farrah of a choice pulling out flipping through her tome just across the way Someone comes up and asks her a question, and she answers it. You can see her sitting over near the holy water fountain, just flipping through her codex. Is she listening to us? No, she's across the room. If she is, she would have superhuman. um, That tome you you saw last game. Tome of the Creed. I think that the most of the people here were played for fools Mm. and unwittingly bound themselves to a contract. I think the Eye of Pelor is the one responsible. So maybe people will come around. But you're right, I don't really trust anyone from Pelor right now. Especially anybody in a position of higher power. I mean... He didn't rise to his power without people helping him. And more than just blind followers. So I think we should be very careful. Right. And if the time comes to it, you and I are going to have to, depending on how Bankum or the entity controlling him reacts, we may have to um, hold him. And if that's the case, get the sword away from him, just in case. So just be prepared if that happens. I will do what I have to do. Um, I feel like he's my responsibility to take care of. So even though he'd see it differently, but I'll do what I have to do, even if that means... Right. Well, (laughs) perhaps let's hope it doesn't come to that, but yeah. Stop it, Trent. (laughs) At this point, unless anyone else has anything they want to do, the others, uh, Felice and Ben Coom, walk back in. (laughs) Ben Coom kind of sits down in a corner and gets ready for sleep. Felice a little bit further away. Archibald is uh, um, 
kind of goes over and, and settles down all within sight of you guys. But, you know, everybody's kind of split apart a bit here. There's a bit of room to spread out. And and uh, you can choose what you want to do for the rest of the evening or take a long rest. Uh, it, I'll, I'll take first watch. Sure. I don't take any watch. I go to bed. Yeah. I um, think that's an yeah. idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you not go up to Darmida? Sure. I don't see it. I just go to bed. Okay, cool. Go to bed over there. I lean against the wall and I fall asleep next to the tomb, technically. The commoners. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The commoners uh, giving most of you a pretty wide berth um, as much as is possible in this busy, busy area. It's hard to sleep knowing where you are and how uncomfortable this place is. But eventually, sleep takes you, and the watches pass. Uh, actually, just hmm? when he, they came in, did I notice him carrying the sword? He's carrying a sword. What, what's okay. your passive perception? 16. Um, he's carrying a different blade. Okay. It's, a, it's a great sword, but it's not as twitchy and edged doesn't have these bar wicked edges on it and notches yeah so before bedding down i'll actually i'm not going to go up to ben coon because it looks like he's just going to sit down and pass out mm. uh i go up to felice and i say felice you saw what happened back there and you've now where did you go and you did you go with ben coon somewhere Oh, yes. I, I was hoping to find uh, this and that. Uh, something that might be useful for um, potions in the future or something. I'm always looking for something like that, you know. In fact, I was hoping to spend a little bit longer out there. I, I wanted to see if I could detect any plants that would be usable that were growing in the dungeon, but um, we sort of had to come back a little early. Ben Coombe was surprisingly exhausted, and uh, I think his... I think his chains tried to strangle him. I might have been... I'm not entirely sure if I saw what I saw. And what of... I don't see the sword on him. There's another sword. Mm, yes, I believe that um, he dropped it. He didn't dropped want to bring it, it with us, so... Where He's still you... back there if you want to see it. Where do you drop it? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> Right. I still have energy. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, ben Coon, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Felice and Fenris make their way to the Tomb of the Unknown Hero. And another hour later. <laughs> no, it won't be another it's hour. A, it's a quick walk. Um, you walk um, in and that, that sensation of peace washes over you. Um, nice, I wasn't sure if that went away. <laughs> no, still you in walk that walk in. I don't know if you saw her before, but uh, she's missing a boot now and doesn't, isn't holding a sword. Yeah, and the, has a block of hair cut off. And yet, well, you don't probably don't notice the hair with your passive perception, but you just see this very plain, very unadorned, very respectfully buried body uh, uh, laying there. Disease has uh, time has not touched it. It's hard to tell how long it's been here. And It's, I was hoping it's to determine what is magically going on with her. It must be some sort of powerful magic keeping her body like that. Probably quite useful in potion making. Do I see the sword anywhere? You see the sword of the 
um, the Hidden Lord, for lack of a better thing. You see this Ben Coombs twisted, barbed sword, the sword that was wielded by the man, the paladin, who ordered the murder of your family. It's laying there on the ground. A slight smoke curling off of it. Actually, at this point, the smoke has faded. It's just just sitting there. Felice, this dangerous. It is cursed. It is cursed, Benkum. Do you understand that? That does not seem correct. A cursed item normally you cannot drop. That is is not, not normal. How did he drop it? What happened here? Was it something to do with the this alcove with this I suppose that is a good point there might be some sort of um, curse uh, what's the word nullification going on I would believe that I could not pin down the magic but he did not want to bring it back with us and I do not want to carry that it looks heavy yes Can I do, like, an arcana check on the, the body of the alcove? Since sure. I actually did not go in the alcove before. No, this is your first time in the alcove. Go ahead. Make an arcana check. Uh, also, your video is frozen, by the way. Is it? Yep. Really? For me. Yeah. Oh, weird. It's frozen for me. Okay. 23. Wow. Um, you have a calm sense. You've never been in a church. It's been far too dangerous for you and your family to ever go into one. But you get a sensation that whatever the source of this magic is, there's no runes, there's no flicker of an aura, there's no circles drawn anywhere that would be indicate this this seems this doesn't look like arcane magic if anything it looks there's it looks like the source is almost miraculous and do i sense that it's doing anything to the sword like am i able to kind of decipher that maybe having the sword here is is helping with kind of Separating with uh, Benku, you bend down and try to get a look at the sword, not touching it. In, touch you're it training, though. yeah. yeah. Um, but you take a closer look at it. There's, there's a jewel in the hilt. There's etchings and carvings. If you look at the sword a certain way, it almost looks as if there's this embossed face, two jewels, kind of a pronounced mouth it's only from one particular angle another angle it would just look like arcanic runes running up and down the blade Um, with your arcana jack you do see that there is a sense you catch a few of the runes you you think back to the campfires sitting around your mother teaching you uh, you're, you're trained in arcana right yes I am so you remember your mother teaching you about the arcane runes and you flash back to that for a second. You hear her saying, and this one, this one is for 
abjuration. This is what you would do to protect yourself, to lock a door, to unlock a door. And so you, you recognize at least some of the runic symbols are along the lines of an abjuration kind of protection magic or a locking kind of magic. But besides that, there's no indication of movement from the sword. There's no indication of magic. It is now just lying there inert. Is there any any place in this alcove where I could hide the sword? Um, yeah, I mean, you could kind of tuck it in behind, off to one side uh, of the actual um, the raised the raised dais uh, where the body's lying on. Uh, if you can, you could even kind of somewhat somewhat tuck it in beside and maybe get the blade in behind. There's a bit of a slight gap behind it. Okay. Um, since I already know I'm going to sleep, I'm going to class telekinesis. Oh, the whole room just <laughs> shudders for a second with this sensation of just the air itself becoming part of your will. And you're. And I'm of... going to, yeah, levitate the sword and tuck it in so that mainly, like, people can't find it unless they know specifically to search it for it here. The blade arcs gracefully through the air and slips just in behind with an ever so faint just in behind this tomb okay. and for the briefest of seconds you hear audibly <laughs> deal with you later and I turn around, Felice, let's go. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm not entirely sure what just happened. But... On the world. And uh, I'm going to head back to um, the resting spot. All right. And, uh, yeah. All right. So you guys um, bed down and get a long rest. And with that, we're going to take our first break for the night. Uh, seems like a good place. Thanks, everybody. Uh, internet, stay tuned. We'll be back in a few minutes. I think we're just going to take like maybe five or ten. Quick. Uh, in the gamer terms, I'm going to take a quick little bye break. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks for, so much for the subs and the follows. And uh, we are SideQuest Live. All right, guys. Have a nice break. We'll be back. I got to find the break screen. I really need a button for that. Be buttons. Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time is not my uh, not my forte. Anyway, take your time. Uh, we'll see you guys in about ten minutes. Deep beneath the catacombs, you awaken. You have had a long rest. You are feeling refreshed. Your hit points are re rejuvenated. The day is yours. <sighs> I immediately sit down, cross-legged, close my eyes, and start to concentrate on the nature of hell. Your senses pick up the signs of life. It is a different kind of place, being in hell, and actually you're in Israel technically, 
but the influence of hell right, is yeah. seeping into the bones. People are mm-hmm. bickering who would normally probably not be bickering. Um, they're being a little more on edge all around you. The sensation mm-hmm. of life and the struggle for survival is... I feel these rocks that are from the, the, the Primateria. I feel the, the roots in the earth that are still here dripping into this landmass. And you're floating above the river Styx, ever so slowly being ratcheted down. But even beyond that, though, there's a sensation of... It's it's a kind of living that's on edge. It's, it's the kind of living that is very instinctual. It's very reptile brain. But there's a, a real sense to carry on and to struggle against all odds against even death itself at any cost there's actually this amazingly like poignant moment where it's like i am in a rock i am in earth floating in the air surrounded by fire yeah above water above this it it is like all of the elements that i'm like touching on all of them as i concentrate and it wouldn't say it's senses. comfortable but it is I mean exciting. I'm comfortable by my own faith right yeah it's when you focus on it from an elemental point of view this place has so much potential mm-hmm. by the way when you cast out your senses and you look around you also find clustered of clusters of mushrooms edible molds edible moss uh, go ahead and roll a nature che- uh, survival check for me. Oh, with advantage. I'm going to assume that you did that thing you mentioned on break. and. Uh, um, sure, if I can do that. Do you want me to mark up a spell slot? I wouldn't no, no, it's okay. You did it before you fell asleep. Spells. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> um, crap, what, what do you want? Nature? Survival? Yeah. What was it? Survival. Okay, I can do survival. Basically, all of my stuff have... 11 it's only 11 um so you get enough for about five people cool and then i'd like pull my my vision like outward we like zoom out and i start to look at the plane as a whole and try and map pathways between this plane and the other planes tying it to how would i go from here to the feywild how would i go from here to an elemental plane and i like map out these little tiny connections of like magical energy that you couldn't actually walk but i might be able to channel through yeah um, and i'm gonna spend uh, i think about 11 minutes i don't remember sure. um and yeah. one of the things i'm preparing is uh conjure like fae so nice all right so um, i'm gonna see how that that works um, absolutely but I have other things i'm preparing as well yeah absolutely all right so you do i think i'd be able to actually like hone in on these like mushrooms and stuff Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna say you you did your noticing the night before, but we're too busy and tired to go and pick. But you're like, oh, I made note of where it was, and you but just I, go I over and pick it are. up. And okay. you, yeah, you can easily awesome. harvest it. And everyone else gets Great. ready for the day. Uh, ben Coom, you awaken. I'm not sure if you're. Um, you awaken and you feel rested. You feel calm mm. and a burning sensation of anger that is your bread and butter and you woke up and you reach over and you grab the hilt of your sword and you lift it up the jagged edges 
the smiling face. Where's the other one? In your head you hear a calm, hideous voice. Let's go. We've got so much to do. When I make a deal, I keep it. And so will you. <laughs> no, man, I keep getting my ass whooped by these devils. I feel like I, I'm as a player, I am confused in a good way because, like, I don't know how to deal with this. But as Ben Coom, I really I don't think he understands a single thing that is happening to him. Like, as a guy who's never been cursed, I don't think he's having an easy time. But uh, I think he. I think instead of being loud about it, like he was last session, I think he's going to be quiet about it. Like, you do have a large sheath you can put it in, stolen from Ostrin. So I could put this sword in there, and uh, is it a is just a normal greatsword? No, you've got the sword of the Hidden Lord. You went to sleep with the greatsword that you took from the unknown hero and when you woke up it was gone and in its place oh <clears throat> so what would you guys like to do today the day is yours alright I'm going to go up to Farah, and I'm going to say you know I've considered your, your request yes. and I accept Thank you. We'll find this commander and bring her back. Thank you. May the blessings of Pel... Good luck. I'll, I'll use in front of her the disguise hat to make my golden eyes dark. Sure. Dark brown. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll just say that though I expect from uh, her and the other, any other paladins or clerics of Pelor that we rescue a, a boon, a favor at the very least. I am just an acolyte, but I'll try. You're, my word is good with these. They know me. I think we would owe you that. At least these people okay. do. All right, I'll look at the others, like Darmida, Felice, and Benkum. Do I notice the sword? <laughs> Got a great sword. He went to bed with one. It's in a sheath. Oh, it's in a sheath. It's okay. a, in a sheath on his back. You can do a perception check if you like. I would. I'm very, like, leery. Like, if it's, is it the same? Like, did he go to bed? Like, because I hit the other one. All right. 
I assume that no one who was on watch saw him, like, get up in the middle of the night, right? No. Cool. 22. 22. At first glance, you're like, okay, he still has a great sword, but he... Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's Ostrin's blade on his back. All right. I'll just kind of glance over at Darnita. Just a little subtle nod, and uh, our, and I'll call everyone together. Yeah. Um, I believe you guys are going to the Grand Cemetery. Is that the decision? Yeah. What I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can have that conversation if you want, but if you're all in agreement, we can jump I, ahead. I think, let's jump ahead. Yeah, right. I agree with that. Yeah. Please. All right. So the plan is to head back out into the wilds of El Tyrell, cross part of the city about the same distance that you went, but you don't have to cross that bridge. And um, I don't know if I can show this to you, the map to you very easily. Uh, leave the high hall, make your way through a little park area and over to the far end of the city, uh, far edge of the west of the city, uh, to the Grand Cemetery. I'm assuming on the way, um, Archie's coming with us. And um, yep. yep. Okay, him and I will be doing our kind of thing where we look, you know, scout ahead, make sure everything's good. Yeah, absolutely. In a way, you guys can see the map now, right? Mm hmm. Okay. In a way, it's kind of a relief to be traveling without um, an entourage of refugees. You're, it's just your band, and you're actually able to travel significantly faster and quieter. Ooh. Sorry, uh, Ben Coom, your mic cut out. Uh, elk totem, we can travel twice as fast as a group. Oh, nice. Nice. Sure. So you definitely cover the ground really quite quickly uh, are you going to are you working for speed are you working for quiet what do you want well, I mean what do we see when we first come out like we just look at the skies like there were, like literally we, we were going back up through the way we came in right yeah you, like, back, you back, back where last time we were there there was like flying devils and stuff um, or there were imps only but like theoretically you you make your way out into the high hall itself you open that secret chamber, uh, exit through the the hand, and, um, mm -hmm. and the temple is quiet and calm. The, everything appears to be where you left it. That uh, altar that you're standing at just quietly radiating a sense of peace and calm. Um, on your way through, uh, one, two, three, four, let's go with Archie glances in that curtain that uh, only Fenris had taken a peek into the into that little kind of the high altar archive he right. looks in there and shudders and closes the curtain and turns around and is just like right I don't recommend we go in there uh, it's a desecrated uh, altar of, of Pelor and uh, otherwise it's actually eerily quiet um you can hear the, the background thrum of demonic and devilish forces engaged in a never-ending battle just probably like 500 feet away 
um, the echoing and shouting. Actually, it's a little more than that. It's more like a, a good click down below. Um, but otherwise, there's an eerie sense of calm and quiet as you make your way back out of the temple, uh, out of the cathedral, out into the courtyard, up to the gates, which are still closed. Um, I'm assuming Ben Coom being the strongest will probably ratchet up the portcullis a little, letting the rest of you out, and then jumping back down, and you're on the street. Can I get you to either make an athletics check to see how fast you cover this ground, or a stealth check? Your choice. Uh, yeah, I assume we talk about that, like, what our plan is. <clears throat> I don't think I'm really weighing in. Probably there was like a little moment in the morning where we actually discussed what we we're going to do and what our game plan was, and Felice was either preparing spells or trying to find mushrooms during that time. Sure. So you 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 can talk. Sure. I, I think to be to be candid, we would probably at least start off trying to go stealthy, considering what we've been encountering, and we would only refer to speed if we're noticing no one's no no devilish forces are. Are patrolling the streets absolutely i'm going to give you control of this token uh just in case you want to do anything weird but generally um um you guys will just be that dire wolf and oh you have a dire wolf already uh and so you guys make your way between houses quite quickly and quietly at one point you get to a dried up riverbed the water is just, there's a few puddles of water underneath but all the rest of it is evaporated in the heat it's incredibly hot under this roiling darkened sky it's not night it's not day it's as if a fire in the distance was lighting everything around you you cross through um, a quiet little uh, what would have once been a beautiful park and head on to kind of a more wealthy area of town the houses getting more elaborate Archibald, uh, who grew up in this area, is pretty handy here, and Ben Coom is able to just uh, pick the fastest way across any barriers, and, and y you make excellent time, even though you're being rather quiet. Um, you make your way uh, around. You only come upon one burst of flame up through, uh, uh, bursting up from underneath the um, uh, hole in the ground. Uh, just burning away and then flickering and dying down then pfft, a little burst uh, above you uh, probably about 500 feet in the air this ball of black almost with crescent little crisscrosses of uh, almost marble-esque etchings of light swirling inside the companion which is hovering over the city these chains of lightning arcing out striking the massive iron uh, essentially hooks that have been driven into the edges of the city. You can actually see them over the walls in the distance whenever you have a, a clear side of the wall. Um, and the chains, ever so, just, just massive change, ratcheting part of the city. At one point, the whole landscape tilts as one of the chains actually gets a little bit further ahead of the others. And uh, you all kind of shumble in a couple bricks and one of the building facades collapses a little bit in front of you. Um, but you, um, Ben Coom holds out a hand and everybody stops in time and Darmida, uh, is able to, um, quiet you guys down at just the right moment as you come upon the Grand Cemetery and you see this shambling, this gate ahead of you and it's ripped open by some force 
and inside you see three or four shambling undead zombies mindlessly just walking amongst the tombstones. How much of the cemetery can we see? Like, what is our vantage on it? Well, you're at the the southern gate there, and you can see the rolling hills. There is a large, and there's a gateway where they would like mausoleum um, entryway. Yeah, of. so it's not super flat. We can't just like no, see you can't see the whole place. The, the curvature. Okay. Yeah, basically wherever there are paths is more or less flat, and these hills rise up and then come back down again, um, wherever cool. uh, you see them. And in some of them, there's obvious evidence of freshly uncovered graves uh, that, you know, probably once weren't so uncovered. Other than that, and the zombies, with your general, you know, uh, between you and Archibald, Darmida and Archibald, you're able to be quiet at the right times and just keep your distance. And none of the, none of the shambling undead seem to take any notice of you yet. There's only about three or four that you see as you enter the um cut back for a second to farah who turned to uh, fenris as you're going kind of pats him on the arm and says the commander said she was going into the central uh, mausoleum some of the older uh, more elaborate crypts in the center what's your name uh, that was that was Farah, before you left. She no, said, no, no, like Farah. Like uh, I asked for, like I would probably ask her, like what's the commander's name? Uh, Commander uh, Penderson. Penderson. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I, I would, you know, flash forward. I'll motion to the group to say, you know, towards the, the central mausoleum. Yeah, that's where she was supposed to go. That's the. There's smoke rising from it, and as as you approach, it, it's been burned around it, but the building is still standing. Um, all right. So there's a ten foot high brass fence that once surrounded Elturel's cemetery. Sorry, a little bit of flashback. It's fallen in numerous places. A wide open gate allowing access to the grounds. It's been torn from its hinges. Several humanoid body parts adorn the spikes atop the fence posts. Some of the parts wriggle and writhe as if undead, twitching in concert with the lightning flashes of the companion uh, orb above. Cracked gravestones and crumbling monuments are scattered across the cemetery grounds, whose center is occupied by a chapel dedicated to several different deities. The Everlight, Pelor, Helm, Ayun. That once holy structure now glows, not with fire, but a fetched purple radiance. Can you say that in a different way? The the structure is purple now. It's it's as though it's got this radiance of flames around it and just ever flickering but it's got a glow to it, an unnatural purple necromatic kind of coloring to it. Cool. Okay. I feel like before we get there, there's like a moment where police says something like, you wonder why there are bodies walking around? It doesn't seem particularly infernal to me. 
what do you think? This is like an ambulance like shush with me or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I guess we get there. Okay. And we see this. Mm-hmm. And I pull out this cool necromantic rock and I see if it reacts in any way. Um, It does. It actually pulses almost in time with the uh, necromantic pulse of the temple ahead of you. This one is not the same as the High Hall. The hellish landscape hasn't twisted these sculptures into mockeries. If anything, there's a different power here. Twisted and darkened, but not not the same kind of hellish. Um, Felice, you do notice there are a few like regular plants are starting to wither and wilt in the heat but there are some living plants growing amongst this the grass is starting to turn kind of a brownish color lack of light but there are some some shrubbery a shrubbery sorry undead plants no no they're actually (laughs) they're just dying from lack of sun right they've been here for a couple of weeks now Weeks. I don't know. I don't remember how long it's been. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, what, that, may, that all makes sense to me. Uh, you guys approach the central uh, cemetery, and anything else? I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, let's get a marching order. Tamir, do you want to go first? Um, I'm happy to go first. I'll go. All right. Uh, so as your interesting pr- question, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, what's the lighting like? Like it's like a there's like a storm above and there's fire around us, but there's like there's no sun. Like there's no right? sun. Like, how is it's yeah? It's as if the clouds are obscuring a mm-hmm. forest fire that's raging far away. That kind and it's of it's like just bright enough that it's, it's just yeah yeah. It's it, it feels like daylight light. though. It it's considered, oh, it's considered daylight. daylight. It is dim light. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I don't know if Darmida is fully invisible. Or is there only darkness? Darkness only. Darkness, yeah. Darkness. darkness okay. So I'm guessing when we go in the mausoleum, I'll probably fade from view. Absolutely. Gloom stalkers. All right. So as you go in, you do notice the uh, several graves dug up, leaving pits of the earth. Um, uh, a number of stone mausoleums stand vacant, their doors hanging open. Um, it, you approach the central chapel. Um, you as you come around the corner uh, of like along the path you look up and you see one two three four five hulking beings standing around in front of this mausoleum this. The, uh, what was your your stealth was 22 for Darmida um, yeah. can I get everybody else to just do a quick stealth check for me yeah. Ben Coom stealth 20 where is my sheep did I get a 1 no I got a 4 quite almost definitely on brand for Felice 
Although, if it's a rocky terrain, it has six instead. Unfortunately, well, no, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. You are above ground in a beautiful but mm. broken cemetery. Look at all these rocks around us. <laughs> oh, there's some granite and some... Ooh, I think that might be uh, I do want to have that moment where I'm like, you always have to read the gravestone. There's always something funny. Here lies Dave. <laughs> if not called the Undertaker. Hmm, that seems reasonable. Um, I'm probably uh, <laughs> second last in the marching order. I think. Absolutely. Uh, as you Archibald get up to last. this chapel, you, as you're approaching, you hear these, um, these, this guttural argument going ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on what language it is. Just one second, as I find it. Um, just for fun, I suspect. I suspect Ben Coom. Your ears perk up. Is it giant? Yay! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Um, Ooh, it it is not know. giant. Do any of you speak yeah. abyssal? Yep. Darmida and Fenris. And Felice, or no? No, I went to point, and I pointed the wrong way, so I pointed again. Oh, okay. Um, you oh, hear an sure abyssal conversation ex- carrying on in these extremely oh. low voices ahead. He said, wait, we wait, but I'm bored. We'll go knock over another one. And a few seconds later you hear thump, thump, and you can feel more than hear the, the trampling of, the, of heavy footfalls slamming forward. And in the dim light, you see something move ahead of you. And one of the mausoleums, which stands a good... 10, or one of the monuments that stands a good 10, 12 feet tall uh, had an, a beautiful embossed angel on it uh, and it comes smash, you hear this thundering crack as something really heavy hits this and the stone shatters and falls and cr- crumples to the ground and you hear a chorus of laughter you pick out a you, you, they're not trying to be quiet. You pick out f- at least five guttural voices, all grunting. And those of you who speak abyssal, um, you hear them be like, "Good one, nice one, go on, Tony." You know, abyssal for Tony. It sounds more like doesn't translate well. Uh, you get a a little bit closer, and you can see just on the edge, uh, just in front and around this entryway to this chapel you see five minotaurs nice large massive bull heads rippling muscles very very um they appear to be standing guard and how are we approaching because everyone's very stealthy except for Felice so like are we like going from like little shadow to shadow and i'm just like walking through the middle of the street or what's going on yeah you're exactly i love it and everyone else is like ducking behind stones and ducking behind this that and the other thing you guys are like hey <laughs> oh i i can you see the whole map i'm, I'm just probably curious. like uh i haven't seen that i'm not sure um so it's all black for me right now but oh. it's, it's, i might have not seen that yet Okay, uh, well, that's probably for the best because I didn't want it's it. It's all black for me, yeah. Good. Yeah, it's all black. I wanted Fog of War and not Dynamic oh. Lighting because there we go. Yo, Finn. So, so Felice probably has, like, drifted stealth to the is overrated. Group, basically, because she's, like, getting distracted by little things and going and looking at something and, like, oh, look at this grass and da-da. And it's, like, this sort of, you know, 
quieter chatter than usual because she knows she's not supposed to be too loud, but she's still not silent. And um, she's sort of like losing pace with the rest of the group. Um, and then every once in a while, it's like, oh, and like hustles her a little bit and then does that again. So, yeah, it's this like intermittent, like, look at this, look at this, look at this, then like sprint for a few seconds and then look at this, look at that. Absolutely. So up ahead of you, on. you see the, um, the chapel, uh, which is a large building uh, meant for commemorating the dead. And uh, mm -hmm. in front of it, these, these congregated minotaurs just kind of spread out oh, at the front. look at those minotaurs. <laughs> Demonic minotaurs. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how I describe them, you okay. guys were approaching from the south, so you will be down here, some down to the south end somewhere. So if you want yeah. to place yourselves, go for it. And they do not appear to have noticed you. The uh, there's a kind of a raised-up porch made out of stone with pillars, uh, incredibly intricately carved pillars. Um, in fact, Felice, you're mostly distracted by that for a few seconds. Uh, the rest of the building mm -hmm. does wrap around, and uh, there are windows. And uh, um, oh, I see. We've like just gone past the corner, and that's why we've been able to see them. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. Can you throw my um, token up there? Oh, sure. Sorry, I forgot. Um, do you know? I don't access? have. No. Oh. Uh, really we never changed over character from the old. Oh, uh, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, I'll absolutely drop that in. Just one second while we sort out our map and map. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you. And Ben Coon, right. you've got yours? Yeah, you do. We'll have to get that sorted out, and I'll uh, make that controllable by you. Okay, all yours. Okay. <laughs> ben Coombe just walks around the corner. <laughs> I, I dropped it. I can't say for sure where Ben Coombe is. Oh, okay. Does he have control of it, or should I? You should. Um, I mean, I'm stealthing, but I would be second, because that's the marching order. Okay. And Archibald's kind of hanging towards the back. You guys could try to get in around a different way as well if you want to. Um, there were large stained glass windows. Um, it, it's a beautiful place, but it's all raised up a little bit uh, on the outside. So. Oh, there's like windows on the side we're like like approaching from. Yeah, there are. Ooh, can I know anything? Sorry, it's. Unfortunately, you're too short. They're actually quite high. There is a, a I mean, small. You can see them at an angle, but okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe there's like a ledge to it, and I can't see up. Hermita. Yeah. Can I boost you to this ledge? Sure. Yeah, I don't want you in the like in the way. In the way of what? Well, if they charge, at least they have to run upstairs to charge you in like three pillars, but they're definitely going to charge me if we end up getting into a fight. Yep. Absolutely. It does appear they're guarding the main entrance. You can try to slip around them if you like. Um, or you okay. can go through them. Yeah, that's stealth. All can right. we get those? Can you check? Uh, I think at this point, her plan is to not engage them if possible. So 
I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast second level, pass without a trace. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, if you would have preferred to request it from police, you could, but I think that's totally fine as well. All right. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to assume Dermita calls people over before doing this. Of course. Okay. So like she... I be gathered around. It's only the core group of us. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty, I would think, accomplished at this at this point. Yeah. Yeah, we spend most of the city like this. All right, so you can you all have pass without a trace on, so you can. Are you drawing footprints on the map? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm no, I'm drawing like um, monuments and and uh, gravestones oh, okay. and that kind of thing. That's cool. how you manage to get this far without being spotted by those minotaurs. Um, nice. So go ahead and make a stealth check. And uh, which way would you like to go? Are you going to try and get? Uh, I guess around to the left. Actually, I'm gonna let Ben Coombe put me up uh, on the ledge. Absolutely. Oh, are we, are we sneaking now? Okay. And as you say that, this it's almost like the shadows themselves muffle your face like a scarf. And it's like, are we sneaking? Are we sneaking? The, the voice not echoing quite as loud. And All will right. that allow Ben to stay more central to the group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, absolutely. All right. That so, way that they have the benefits. So um, you, the city's descent into Avernus has taken its toll on this once beautiful chapel. Nearly all the stained glass windows along the outside walls have been smashed. The doors hang open. No sign of other creatures around the inner uh, around the building can be seen except the five minotaurs. Um, you could uh, as you go up onto the front porch you see these carved pillars resembling the heroes of El Torel's past decorate this marble, white marble patio leading to the main chapel dark mahogany doors stand ajar and the remains of the patio's windows have, been, have spread shattered glass that's hard to say hard. shattered stained glass are everywhere um I don't think any of you give a shit about history. Actually, Archibald knows a little bit about this, and you hear him muttering, like, calling out the names of... Uh, he's like, oh, Right. Yes, all the heroes are here. Agatha's Orgove, Bertra, Yervina. We had to learn this shit in grade school. I'll make a history check. Sure. I got 26 on that point. Damn. I very much care about history. You very much do. You actually fully... I lived through a bunch of it. Ha ha ha. I don't know how old places I've decided, but it's probably like at least 100. You definitely recognize these carved pillars um, as these heroes, uh, some of them of divine nature, but some of them not so much. I mean, there is Agathar Zorkel of, T- of Pelor, Bertra Zoms, Yevna Druin, Cesar, Zivik, Lurin, Dupuser, Renick the Bloody, Lavelle de Nu, Van Lancer, Eagle Talon, um, heroes uh-huh. of other times. Uh, you do, as you study the pillars, 
you can see these pillars can be lit up with radiant energy if you speak its name as an action within range. Do I know what that means? I mean, that's not really a history anyway, would it be? That would just be being like, they're cool, and that's like a separate thing, kind of? Well, you but, recognize... I mean, if I do... You recognize <laughs> that, and you can... As you think of these, and as Archibald mutters these, you see little flashes. Oh, right. As they kind of... He's a little out of range to actually activate them, but you suddenly get this idea, like, ooh, I, that's a thing. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. I, don't, I probably don't know the context of exactly what it is. If it's like blasts of radiant power, or if it's just like it's light. That's up to you. Uh, well, yeah. Not really. It's up to me. Ha ha ha. Or the internet. Don't mm -hmm. forget internet. We do take. Yeah, stealthy is overrated, y'all. Um, and sorry, that's probably <laughs> an old jet. Uh, I do like to read about them. All right. So, um, as okay. So, where do you want to go? Up north and in, sneaking amongst the pillars, sneak in a glass window that's broken, sneak around the back. Pardon me? What do you want? I think it's broken. I think we'd want to actually sneak in through like a, I don't know if like Dormita is trying to ferry us through a glass window, but if there's, if the windows are broken, like enough so that like we could just make our way through, like we don't have to break the glass. I think we'd rather just do that. Sure. Window? Yeah, we could go through a window. I would kind of look through that window to see what I could see. Sure, absolutely. You peek inside and um, you see yet more um, some undead shambling around a little bit. You, As you peek in that window, you see f several more minotaurs standing about, but they're not... As you get a closer look at these minotaurs, the ones out front seemed shambling around and half rotten now that you get a better look at them the ones inside are in a much more advanced state of decay while their movements and, and language gives the semblance of life these are reanimated you're looking at several and I mean several uh, in all I think you do a quick count the five outside four more inside these massive minotaur skeletons the ones and inside we... are much worse shape and are just kind of standing there and then occasionally like rattling um uh, sorry do go ahead. i see any um sign of the people the party or the group that we were looking for um do a perception check for me Not working for you? Not. Oh. Not a... That's only a three. So you. Well, technically, but yeah. You don't get a great look at them as they're busy. You can see the flickering, undead green glow of their eyes kind of scanning about the room. And before you get a better look at the area, you do notice one of them starts shambling over towards 
just this direction, not not beeline, beelining towards you, but you quickly have to duck back. You glance back at Fenris and give him the old and you look over Fenris's shoulder and the statue of um, um, well, you don't know their names probably, um, but one of the statues this, it's facing this way it was a beautiful woman um, powerful, dressed in armor very beautiful statue and you see this face pulse out near her neck just behind Fenris Sorry, um, do does Darmida see it and I see it, or is it Darmida that sees this? Darmida sees it. It is directly behind you. Okay. I'm just gonna kind of indicate to him to look behind him. Okay. You turn around and you see this. Uh, hold on. What is that? I think that's a specter. Yeah. So specter art. Yeah. Not that much. <laughs> You see a specter push out of this pillar and begin to reach towards... Uh, let me roll. One, two, three, four. Archibald. <laughs> As he's he's just up on the ledge too, um, and he's reaching a hand down to help Ben Coom up, and this specter steps up behind him and starts... Uh, making a move to attack him. Darmida spotted it just prior to the attack. What do you want to do, Darmida? Um, fuck. I didn't want to get... Because we're going to draw attention now. Um, I'm going to... Oh. I guess... What is that? Shadow? Now that you know where to look, you see another one step from the pillar. This is not the same kind of thing. This is a shadow. Okay. However, it is quite very, very dim light, even considered dark. So it does not see you, but it sees Fenris and begins moving a bit towards him. You do, it's, let's just roll initiative, shall we, folks? Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, as soon as I have a chance to react, I, I'm going to do a thing. All right. Yeah. Let's do the thing. Let's roll initiative. I do uh, Hunter's Mark. Sure. On, on the first one, not the second one that I saw. Absolutely. Can you bring up Turn Tracker? Turn Order Tracker? I oh. wish I knew how. <laughs> oh, okay. It's I... like the bottom button on the toolbar at the side. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I will then. I don't know if there's a way of dragging my initiative in or anything. Where was I don't yours? Think so. Oh, we up there. Uh, mine's two. Mine's a two. I rolled an at one. Who's keeping track? Oh, I should write this down. Uh, turn tracker. <clears throat> I didn't have it up in time, so uh, do you want to, uh, well. I still think you can manually add people. If you can't, I'll like re-roll and you can manually change mine. I know that's a What you can do is click on the icon, uh, right-click it, my mistake, and then click add turn. Um, yeah, so right-click Fenris, and then it'll say add turn. 
Oh, okay. On their token? On their token, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, Add turn. There we go. Ooh, you don't have great decks. (laughs) No, I don't. Do I have to manually set that? Oh, it's two. Uh, You do, but I did. Okay, cool, cool. And add turn. I didn't roll for Archie. I can do that. Uh, If I roll with Archie's tokens, they're going to add him twice or not? I don't know. Do you know? I am asking specifically Trent. Um, I'm still learning roll 20. This is all new to me, folks. All right, Archie. The question, sorry. All right. Yeah, cool. It automatically populated. Cool, 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 cool. All right, top of the order. Um, Bella technically, well, Bella followed by Ben Coombe. You're going to have to hit the button to resort it, yeah. Okay. There you go. Or no, that's not it. Things, you can go to ascension and descension, or ascending, descending. Yeah. I don't know why it has you up front, but anyway. Can I drag people? Yes, I can. I'll just fix it. Oh, did I, like, mess something up? It thinks that I have, like, a 20 or something. That's all good. There you go. All right. Top of the order. Bella. What do you want to do? You see two... You, 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 um... Hunter's Mark. Yeah. It is... Um, The shadows coalesce around it. Its gloom is coming. Oh, God. All right. I didn't want to do this, but... Will... I'm going to shoot the one I hunter's mark. Absolutely. And it is my... It is your first attack, so you get your uh, assassinate or whatever it is. So 23. That hits. Um, the semi-corporeal body does ha- yeah. have purchase in this plane, and as such, you can shoot it with arrows. So, I'm also going to just roll my... So, the first hit's 12. Okay. Uh, second hit... Hoping that I can take care of it. Uh, 24. That hits. That hits. So that's 20 plus 24. 24 total, right? Mm-hmm. So your arrows. Um, the first one takes it in the chest, the second one takes it clean through the head. The arrows have stuck in and the whole thing just pulses slightly and then shudders um it's a magical weapon right yeah okay so it does take full damage it shudders for a second and collapses and the last thing that happens is it's just reaching out for um for um archibald as the hands just drag down he turns around he's like oh get it off all right, and then I'll bonus action move the hunter's mark to the shadow. Absolutely. And take my third. Oh, you technically spent your bonus action putting it on. I thought I did it the. Oh, that's true. You were like you whispered your quiet little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You okay. get to react first. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because you said I saw them first. Yeah, you did. So, third strike. Man, my third one's always been really bad, but... Fourteen. Fourteen? Hits. Oh. Oh. Okay. Very close to max damage. Oh, no, it was max damage. Make sure you roll your extra D8. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Third attack. So, plus my D8. Thank you. So that's uh, 18, 20, 21, 22. That's a heavy hit. Nice. Um, 22 damage? I'm going to check my stat block here, but I think that does it. Where's this? Oh, yeah. You being a Gloomstalker Ranger and one with the darkness, you you just... fire an arrow through it and with a very almost imperceptible blur- burst of like <laughs> smoke around its form it just <laughs> evaporates back into the shadows from whence it came all very quietly it was pretty quiet where nothing else around heard you glance over towards the hulking um, minotaurs Um, hold on one sec. Um, so Pass of the Trace has fallen. Oh, that's true. Yep. But I believe Bella had a 34 with it. Yeah, so it'd be 24 without. without, So, But (laughs) you do break stealth to attack. However, she's a little ways away, and they were distracted, stomping on a broken stone angel, and they do not appear to have noticed. All right. What do you want to do? Uh, Ben Coombe. You just hear... The muffled arrow shots. Uh, That sounds pretty normal to me. I just climb up casually. Sure. (laughs) You take Archie's hand. He helps pull you the rest of the way up. You almost pull him over. Um, But you let him pretend to be a man for a minute. Nice. Uh, You look over at Darmida as she's notching yet her uh, another arrow just ready to go um you get a very faint flicker for a second ben coom if you hypothetical if you see a threat what do you do uh ben coom first instinct would defend myself um it's not against you it's against your good friend well friend well she's okay Damn it, she's okay. Oh, man. I. Uh, Nonetheless, what would you do? You, you... If I see it coming towards somebody right now, mm-hmm. I would call out the threat because that just seems rational to me. Um, hold on a like, sec. Rational. Huh? Sa- Let's go with a wisdom's uh, wisdom save just for fun. I figured you'd say that. Uh, oh. I don't. That's a four. Shred, destroy, kill. Before you know it, you get a free rage, good sir. You don't even have to spend your bonus action for it. The sword pulses, and you instinctively charge. Bella, Ben Coombe lurches towards you, draws this hulking blade, and starts to swing downwards. Um, Ben Coombe, go ahead and roll a d20. 
Can I make an attack of opportunity against Ben Uh, you can. But hold on one okay. sec. Let me I'd see. like to make a grapple check so that he can't move into that square. All right, let's see. Um, I grab his leg and it doesn't work, but it'll be funny. <laughs> it would, yeah. The little gnome goes, yeah, along with, as she's like, hold on. Uh, how was your, uh, and that was your attack roll with your bonus? Sorry, I said d20, but yeah, what's your attack bonus with the with the sword? If I if I have to run away, then the grapple... Is that the joke? Is that a joke I missed? No, no. No, I'm doing it. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Sorry, that's acrobatics. Um, my athletics is a plus zero, so it's the same, but plus zero. Instead. Okay, what's your uh, what would 15. your athletics be on that original um, eleven roll, Benkum? That that was the math that I did. I thought I was being oh eighteen. For... Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, you beat it. Although the gnome is slowing you down a little bit, um, but you're just dragging her along. Uh, now roll an attack, a melee attack. Uh, with which weapon? I would do this with whispers, but it, the microphone mechanics of that are kind of annoying, so I'm not going to do it yet. I'm striking with the 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 Lord, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, fuck, guys, I fucking I have to do slay that which needs to be slain that refuses to be slain. Reckless oh. weapon master, because this because the sword. Yeah. Yep, totally. Oh, where are you going, Nimco? <laughs> They're all gone. Uh oh. Got this, sorry. So, Reckless would give me advantage, and then Great Weapon Master. Yep. Would be minus five, yeah. Um, that is all appropriately mathed out, Titan. So, that's 15 to hit, Darmida. Uh, well, actually, here's the thing you weren't swinging at Darmida. Oh. Cool. You oh. bash into her with your shoulder as you swing towards. You get a 15. The AC is 14. What she hadn't seen is the large minotaur rising up in the window behind her. As you pulse down, she, your elbow hits her shoulder, knocking her just out of the way as your blade finds purchase in the minotaur. Roll damage. Uh, 23 points of slashing damage. <sighs> Nice hit. All right, uh, the last little bit of the um, of the window pane just crinkles and shatters a little bit as your blade just swings around and just thwacks the thing on the shoulder really soundly. Uh, twenty-three for twenty-three damage. It takes it. It's still uh, standing, but it, it took a lot of damage. Uh, extra attack. Uh, yeah. You're still cool, man. I just wanted to build that tension. <laughs> yeah, that's a crit. Nice. Roll them dice. Hey, you ready? I, sh I, I think I've done it all perfectly, so this should hopefully turn out well. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Nice. Well, 25 that time. 25 damage on the second swing. Oh, it that one you chip off a you actually sever off one of its horns and clatters to the ground inside the room. A little bit muffled from the outside as you're swinging through your heavy blade. It's a good thing it's a double wide window because you're able to swing this thing. Uh, yeah. Do you get another attack on a crit or is that it? He does, yeah. Nice. Because you 
need the free action rage, I do get another attack. Do it. Yeah. So, do you get two d six on a crit? So it looks like you. Ah, uh, yeah. Like you only rolled one in extra. Oh D6. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roll that. The extra d six is the brutal critical. But if you look at the twenty one, it actually has everything. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, nice. Or at least if I if I've done it reliably, but I will definitely check because I would love to fix that. Yeah, usually, the crit doesn't roll unless you like that second thing is for the crit. Crush your enemies, feed upon them, slaughter them, destroy. Your blade is singing death. You sing plus three. Uh, sorry about that. I will go for bonus action. Master. Uh, 11. So okay, miss. this time you raise it up and it, it thunk into the uh, window frame above and wedges. Yeah, that's my turn. Yeah, all right. Cool. Next up, uh, Archibald. Archie's like, all right then. Um, anybody want to control Archie or should I just NPC him? Uh, you feel NPC free. I'd probably it, yeah. have him do nothing if it were me. Um, Archie uh, slinks over to the side and scoots down off of the railing here and works his way along stealthily to about here uh, and like readies his sunblade but uses this other rapier that he found somewhere in the crypt below and peeks around and looks at those large minotaurs over there uh, and uh, he will attack them if they start to come that's his turn cool Fenris okay did they notice us you glance over at them. Um, at this point, with Ben Coombs swinging away okay. and growling and dr- in his rage, yes, they have noticed, uh, and they've started turning. All these front three have started turning and, and moving just a little bit this way. I know I'm moving okay. them on their turn, on your turn, but you get the idea. They I they the definitely idea. have noticed. Okay, and they are definitely undead. They are definitely undead. All right, uh, fireball. Nice. I knew okay. it was coming. I knew it. I clustered him <laughs> yeah. up for you, even. Well, yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to really use it down here. Everything's immune, immune to immune fire in hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Not I these don't guys. Think these guys are. Nope. Go for it. can't re-prepare spells, so you're stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, oh, yeah. So fireball, fireball. Oh. It's like magic missile. The magic yep, missile. Dexterity saving throw. All right, Dex. And are you able to get all of them? Yeah, it's a no twenty-foot. Oh yeah, they're all right there, aren't they? All right. So just in the just in the center of them clustering. And we'll uh, what's the DC again? Seventeen. Dexterity. Get, yeah, that sucks for most of them. I think only one of them saved. Oh no. Your fin. Yep. Said. Only one saved. Just okay. off. So you get very dexterous. Nice. Nuke it, dust off, nuke it from orbit. Absolutely, Yuffin. Um, the fireball bl- explodes. I don't have the graphic anymore. I, I can reprogram it later, but the fireball explodes right. and, and the whole area is just illuminated. The shadows flicker and you can see these hidden, normally hidden, uh, very sneaky little bastards hiding amongst the, um, the pillars. Uh, in the flickering firelight. Let me just turn them on so you can see them. Oh, more of them. 
they're not hit by the fireball, but they, the flickering light makes you realize that these pillars are casting a, a dual kind of um, shadow, which is why you can see those things now. Okay. Right. Uh, I am going to Oh, how much damage was that? You... Sorry, 27? Uh, yes, except that I'm going to use um, Empower. All right. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Make so I'm going to reroll the. I'm going to reroll the two ones, the two threes, and uh, yeah, uh, one of the fours. Why not? So five d six. So I'm going to keep the six, the five, and a four. Uh, All right. Oh crap! So six and a five and a four, ten, fifteen, thirty-one. A little bit better. A little better. And they take it. Only one of them took half damage. Right. So, 31 damage. Uh, they shudder forward, and their massive hulking bodies do take it and just keep on coming. All right. And with my movement, yep. I am going to back away. Why? Why? <laughs> you press between the pillar of the the heroic woman. Uh, and the and the once beautiful chapel and move a little back. All right, coming up next we have Felice. Hello. Um, do I know how close I need to be to activate these uh, statues? Uh, Pillars sort of there. Yeah, you actually remember. Um, you're I like, want to oh, activate about this. this one. You have to be within about ten feet. Ooh. Okay, let's see if I even have the movement for that. Does it take an action? Um, I think it's just when you speak their names. I would think so. Let's see. So I can move. So speaking one... is a free action. That's what I was thinking. Ten feet. Um, how are you gonna? They're they're on the points. How do you how do you want to adjudicate that? I guess it's irrelevant. I, I run up and I try and get in range and I will speak the name of. Yep, that's fine. Whatever one that one is. Um, it's like over 10 feet technically because they're on a point and they walk kind of grid and it's different but um, I can move a little bit further since I don't think I have anything else I want to do with my like actual action but if I don't have to spend my action to dash I'll like dodge or something yeah that's fair I think you know what I'll call it as close enough actually I'll use my action to dash to close that distance and then also retreat okay sure <laughs> yeah so you dash forward say the names and, and list them off um, I'm just the saying the one in the middle Oh, just the just one in the middle, one. not the other one next to you? I'm assuming that it's a bigger thing than just only the one person, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, well, you have to name each one. So that one is uh, uh, Berta Zomes. Berta Zomes! And this pulses with light. The undead right next to it shudders. It's uh, the shadow right there. And hold on, I need to remember what it does. Um. Ew. Okay. If it uh, for if it's when it first ha turns on, or if it spends a turn there, starts its action there, it takes some radiant damage as that pillar begins to <sighs> illuminate with this pulsing radiant light. Uh, mm -hmm. it, and I probably can't tell like what the AOE of that is because that's not something you can really gauge in the half a half a turn. No, um, but so it I just definitely pull back immediately. Yeah. Uh, okay, and you're just turning on the one, or you want to activate the other ones you passed? I'm just turning on the one, right? Okay. Like, if I could, 
look at it and go, oh, it did this much. I will then also do this thing. But it, I don't think that's right. It that shudders and takes damage from the light hissing and tries to move away uh, and shudder backwards, but it's not its turn quite yet. So it, cool. it definitely does damage in that mm-hmm. radius. Right. And my assumption is that the radius would be like, that's not the right tool. Um, Probably about 10 feet. You know, relatively huge, but you're saying it's not, and that's fine, but I oh, wouldn't have the uh, time to react that way is what I'm saying. No, it it doesn't. It it actually does move. Um, it's hard to tell. I guess it'd be at least fifteen feet with my my gut, and that's fine. Like I don't. There's no reason why I would know that. Even on a um, it seems like oh, well, you can see the other ones. None of the other ones reacted except this one shadow, uh, hissed and moved backwards. It it was too close. This one right behind it, which is only ten feet away, didn't mm. react. That is surprising, but it's the kind of thing that like. What waiting for a reaction takes longer than a turn, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Okay. The game mechanics say that this one right here took damage. The other one did not. You cool. can easily tell that it didn't take damage. Did it take double damage? It did. Being a shadow. Uh oh, actually, would have. Yeah. You should double check that. A lot of undead don't have to take radiant damage, but I think shadows do because they're literally darkness. Yeah. No, it it did, and. uh yeah, no, you can tell I'm Canadian. Eh? Yeah, no, means yes. <laughs> okay, cool. That was my turn. Yeah. No, yeah. All right. Um, all right, that's your turn. Next up, the the minotaurs go charging. Two by two. Hurrah. Hurrah. Oh, they're uh, slow. A little two. They, um, I think they can get right into... Yeah, they go running along the ground trying to get there. As one comes through, Archie lights him up and just un- like unleashes with his sunblade. Um, somebody want to roll for him? I have this macro setup. I will say, for the sake of um, me being terrible, that uh, it's technically illegal that he can do this. Well, he was he he declared he was waiting. Yeah, but once a bonus action, once a full action. Um, yeah, that's true. He'll use his, just his regular rapier then. Okay, I don't have the rapier set up. <laughs> um, this is attack from stealth. Does he get a sneak attack? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. That's a hit. Cool. You might have to modify damage and stuff. Um. All right. Yeah. So regular just... rapier is one d eight. Yeah. yeah, so it was just the... And then the 5d6 is also the stuff. So the only thing it wouldn't get is the magic, and it wouldn't be radiant. So it's just two less damage. Oh, okay. Just two less damage? 25. Okay. But it's nice. also not magic, so, you know, whatever. Uh... If it's not a sunblade. If you want to... I mean, <laughs> you're at the wheel. <laughs> you're going to give him some radiant damage if you want to. No, no, that's okay. He just uses his regular rapier, and he just stabs it right up through the ribcage into the top of the skull and the minotaur pauses and is like it's like having something stuck in the top of your roof of your mouth and you're like ah mm-hmm. but the minotaur's doing that because he just stuck his blade in there and it sticks it literally like stays and he loses it as the as the minotaur keeps yeah, charging next past turn, next turn's the real thing <laughs> yeah. yeah uh the minotaur keeps moving um and starts lining up and hold on i'm moving them as a group um they start clamoring up grabbing the pillars and trying to climb up uh they can uh yeah they're gonna 
climb up onto this platform and get close. Two of them are going to take a swing at Archibald, who's revealed himself. Ooh, those will both hit. That's going to be... 20 points. 19. 20 points of damage. Um, take a look at this sheet. Sorry, 20 he and has, another 20 um, as he's like, hey, and these massive great axes. Uh, I would be surprised. They rolled a 17 and a 19. Uncanny dodge. He could uncanny dodge one of them, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have his AC correct. What armor does he have? That I don't know. I think Because I only have him at 14 AC and 14 is all from his decks. So No, he should have two, something. Yeah, at least yeah. I'd so, say it's probably a plus three. These aren't modified though, right? These no. dice here. So no, no, there was a seventeen so, yeah. and a nineteen. It'll natural. be uncanny dodge instead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they they definitely hit the the lower one was a twenty three, so it hits. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't parry anyway. And he takes twenty, yeah, twenty damage from each of them slashing. Okay. So as they just one hack of them into him. the other one doesn't. Exactly. Wait again. Is that that's is that a reaction or is that just a thing you can always do? So he can just always. So, Oh, I thought he could always yeah. do it. It's oh, a reaction. Usually you don't use your reaction, right? Yeah, right. so he doesn't have it because he's ready to Okay, so he takes all 40 damage as these things just slam into him. All right, another well, that's one, my that's another one swings at, at uh, Fenris. Oh, rolling a five. Is it, it takes its giant uh, clumsy great axe and swings and tunks it right into the pillar uh, in front of uh, Fenris totally missing all right the other two uh close up on ben one well one of them closes up on ben coom uh actually they both kind of jockey for position trying to close in on ben coom can't get there felice you're pretty loud uh i think it sees you and swings at you cool yeah take a swing um okay so an eight plus six so that's uh 14 um okay uh let's see that's what miss, happens here it is but this is the first time i've been had my ac hit like in a like it would be hitting the armor right since i got better than Tukota. that's true so my ac like that would hit me without the mimic Right, so it's, the great axe hits into the into the breastplate, and it goes to retract it, and it just drags you along with it. Now it's much bigger <laughs> than you, and yeah. the breastplate is stuck to the to the great axe, and it oh, lifts you. you it just lifts you up as though to hit you again, and you're literally dangling. <laughs> and it's just like what? <laughs> okay, that's that's that. Ah, All right, ah, top of the order. Ah, I'm like a Muppet being thrown back and forth across the screen. <laughs> Bella. Okay. I'm going to kind of look at Ben Coom and... He's like, smiling. My, my allies and just be like, I'm sorry. And I am going to drop my... Um, form and use necrotic shroud i wonder your, if that'll work your I'm cloak so just goes off as your wings burst out from underneath it the skeletal blackened wings black yeah yeah and your face just shifts and changes with this beautiful celestial presence that's twisted and 
angry. You are an angel of death. And everybody uh, within 10 feet of me, it just says all within 10 feet. I, I'd i like a call on that as the DM. Yeah. Especially for somebody like Ben Coombe who's seen me do this multiple times. I believe Fenris is... I, I think Fenris has. I don't know if Felice has. Um, I, Felice definitely hasn't. So I definitely will say, have actually. Oh. I ran up to her in form and had to brave going through it so that she could give me a oh, leg that's up right. when I was disabling the. Would it affect them in the same way? I would say they have advantage on that. Uh, no, not quite advantage. I'm gonna. Okay. Say, it's not quite as beefy as advantage. I'm gonna say everybody gets a plus. I was gonna say plus. Plus advantage three. Advantage is an average of plus three point five. Yeah. yeah. So let's do plus three, on your wisdom save. DC, thirteen uh, charisma. So for every, for all of you who've seen it before, it's just DC ten. Sure. Is it a actually a wisdom save or is it a charisma? Oh, I'm sorry. Save? Charisma save. Charisma save. Ben Coom yeah, grits okay. his teeth. How do you get through that, Ben Coom? Um, well, I mean, with the powers of the Hidden Lord, uh, Darmina is not really that scary. So, <laughs> what? Ah! Keep your oh, eyes no. on me. Eyes on the prize. Slay them. I have a twenty-six. Oh, dude. I have- I happen to be proficient in charisma saving throws as a sorcerer. <laughs> no kidding. As you're just like, you you feel good about the fact that she's That's now true. looking avenging angel. Speaking okay. of which, I got four minotaurs to roll for. Oh, oh, those are high rolls. 14, 12, mm. 16, 15. Uh, how did you do, Felice? I didn't see your roll. Um, negatives. I hope they have Mavdus. I hope they have worse charisma than I do. Um, oh, that's I got a good point. Four. They're actually negative three on their roll. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh, none of them. Are I, I also rolled a nat 20, but that one doesn't count. Uh, I would argue that, depending on the timing of this, that was stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's funny. Uh, if I'm up in the air, I'm 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're kind of behind the minotaur right now. On that back swing. <laughs> yeah. um, so you see the wings pop out, and you're like, oh, neat. And then she, he like swings you back down there, and you're like, oh, there's a chill up your spine. But I yeah. still want you to roll. I did. It's a four. Oh, it's a four. <laughs> oh, right. You're just like, oh, he's going to drive me right. And she looks at you, her, her glowing white. Yeah, I mean, white eyes, black eyes. Like, yeah. What do you, what do you, Darmida? Your visage when this happens. Yeah. Um. Basically, I the the gnarly, bony wings come out, and my, uh, kind of my face and hair just kind of get very um almost translucent okay yeah all right and go yeah yeah absolutely so yeah as you look up at fenris all you see is like death 
All right, you are frightened. You cannot move towards Darmida this round, other than riding a minotaur, a skeletal minotaur's axe. Yeah, pinned to I mean, it I by your sticky mimic. That's why it was so mimic. bad. Yeah, that would be the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> Disadvantage. Yeah. So, right. have disadvantage on their attacks. They do all. Um, yeah, all three of them failed. Oh no, one uh, of them succeeded. I'm going to say it's this one. The sixteen. It's meat beat, so I guess yeah, it meets a. 13. Yeah, the one wielding Felice, <laughs> the stuck gnome is uh, um, is not afraid. Everyone else is afraid of you. All right. The negative three. He's oh, it's thirteen. Sorry. Yeah, 13. yeah, meets beats. All right. So, uh, and you took it. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. Okay. Uh, that's your bonus action, or is that an action? That is an action. Okay. Do you want to do any bonus? Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to then move my hunter's mark to this uh, to this one. The one who wasn't affected by the fear. I would know that he wasn't. Yeah, affected. you know. Yeah, you know. And you do know that Felice is a feared. Right. All right. So, yeah, everyone else is. I just haven't marked it up yet. All right. Uh, do you want to move or are you happy where you are? Uh, yeah, no, I'm staying where I'm at. I don't want the attack of opportunity. Thank you. That's fair. All right. Coming up next, Ben Coom. Actually, oh, advantage against me, so I will. Sure. Where do you uh, want to? Um, There's really not a lot of place to go here. You can pass through Fenris's. Oh, yeah, and you can fly. The, the roof of the place is a good 15 feet up. Okay. Um, sorry. I have a dog that's crying to get up. Um, yeah, I'm going to... No, that's an action. Or oh, right. Th- I just give you boots, so I can't fly. Um, I'll stay put. Okay. I'm good. That's All my All right. Team. Up next, Ben Coom. On deck, Archibald. Uh, you said with the sword, if I use two of the three charges, I can cast Wall of Fire. I believe that is a benefit of having the Sword of the Hidden Lord. Um, I think I'm just going to see all of the enemies around me, and with intense anime burning eyes, camera swivels around me at a, <laughs> at a fast speed, and um, I just say, Hidden Lord! Burn my enemies. <laughs> and, um, w- a wall. Gladly. Begin to, uh, jot out of the ground. I can make it. Six yeah, go ahead and make it nice and flamey looking. So I'm gonna pretty much just go bam. Oh, that's a shape. Hold on. Bam. bam. Oh. Cool. I didn't know walls could do that. Sorry, you're gonna. Oh, I gotta change its color. There we go. Alright. So, boom, boom, boom. Just parking it right in the center of all of them. They just. Flames burst from the ground. Uh, And the the sword itself also has this pillar of fire sticking off the end of it as you hold it up in the air. Yeah, and so one thing about the wall of fire is you choose which side to like 
offend with your heat, and I would like to turn the the wall obviously away from us because if I didn't, right, it you'd would, all be cooked. We would cook. Everybody would take five d eight. Yeah, uh, unless they. Yeah. Deck so deck. because so. you're parking it like basically where their rib cages start. <laughs> all yep. right. So go ahead and uh, roll your damage. Oh, they need a deck save if I remember correctly. Yes, it is a deck save, uh, and as I understand it. Um, I I would assume my proficiency mod is just a DC 13 because I'm assuming this is wisdom. Yeah, it's a magic item. Yeah. So I'm just leaving it as whatever. I'm my best assumption. 5, 19, 16, 15, 16. But it's a deck save, which. Oh, they're actually somewhat dexy, so it is straight roll. Should I make the save? Um. Just in in a minute. <laughs> right now, you're on okay. the inside. For now. Well, I mean, I'm wherever, wherever you want me. You are just in front because that axe was moving forward at the time. You're like a foot away from, uh, well, you're about four feet okay. away from Dermita. Uh, uh, the oh, been... four of them passed and one of them failed. Uh, awesome. Well, that's my uh, turn. They take 13 points of fire damage or 13 six points. glorious points of fire damage, I think you mean. Yes, glorious points. And um, yeah, a creature takes damage when it ends its turn there, not when it starts. So. All right. I would assume also that because this is a HL item, this counts as attacking for rage. Ah, I, I like when my party minimizes All right, my... I mean, the raid was procked by them. I got attacked, so I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, cool. you're fine. You're fine. You were doing... I didn't realize you took any damage. Oh, well, just... All right, so let's keep on trucking. It is... Ne- uh, oh, do you have anything else you want to do? Movement or uh, bonus, I think, you have? No, there's nothing I can do. Nothing. No. All right, coming up next, Archibald. Archie's just like, whoa, where the bloody hell did that come from? And he pulls his wig off, and he lights up his, um, and with his other hand, he light switches. Oh, he's now an arm, so he switches hands, pulls the wig off, now has the sun blade. Can you hear this? As this radiant energy bursts from the hilt of this, and it becomes this uh, very long, it's, um, incredibly bright sunblade. Uh, he turns and he's gonna uh, that changes his plan. He's going to hmm hold on a sec. Just double and check how the thing works. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get to a position where you can get like a duelist style uh, sneak attack. Yeah, actually, that one? he's going um, to disengage from the big one that's wielding Felice. That um, would take his action because he used his bonus action to light up the blade. Oh, that's uh, true. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if you use your sneak attack against a creature if you're within five feet of it and no other creatures are within five feet of so you. He's, actually, he so, doesn't need to disengage. Yeah. He just needs to move right up to the edge of the wall right here. And then, so he steps into the, not into the wall, but just right up into that cozy corner where this creature is all by itself and he's yeah. going to attack it. Go ahead and make your roll. Yeah. Doesn't have advantage, but, you... but he does get sneak attack. Uh, no, he, he wouldn't because there's another creature within five feet of him. Yeah. He should uh, actually just stay put, right? right? He should stay put and hit the one that's near Fel- Felice and he'll get sneak attack. 
Yeah, um, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Am I threatening someone? <laughs> yeah, the one that's wailing you around. Yeah, sure. He'll do that against the one that is wielding you about. Uh, so go ahead Sounds and make your roll. excellent. And he does Just have advantage, so he can get sneak attack too. And the light, All right. light do, sword do, is do. on. Sunblade is on. That is a natural one. You, because sir. there's no advantage, is that correct? He does have advantage, actually. I think, right? Does he have advantage? No, he doesn't have advantage. Oh, no, he doesn't. Right. No, okay. he misses. So he just misses. Okay. Um, he goes to stab at this thing, and the, it knocks him with the elbow. Uh, make him do a deck save, please. Uh, sure. Yeah, deck saves are good. That's my sheet again. I keep going to the wrong sheet. Uh, do, do, do. Dexterity. Oh yeah, he's fine. Uh, it almost knocks the sunblade from his grasp, but he manages to like miss it with one hand and then catch it with the other, and then kind of post up again. That's his turn. Fenris. Right. Um, the one right in front of me looks frightened, though. Right of. Oh yeah. Amita. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast fireball. A close range it. fireball. Well, I'm going to do it basically, basically like right, like right where, right here. Okay. Right, so it, you it gets the bottom three row. Yeah. And it would probably miss Archibald from there. Yeah. I'm going to get, get you to do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you send her off another blast. Bam. And the fireball bursts. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. I'll roll for those three Minoto. Uh, Oof, they all fail. That would be uh, another 29. Ah, you know what? I'm going to power it again. I'll empower the two twos. You you see the flames burst, and you're just like... As they as they open their mouths and the green necrotic energy just evaporates out of them as their bones crackle and literally some of them burst. This one in the middle bursts in the force of the flames. The second one over here stays around a little bit longer as the flames burn it and it falls to its knees. The one right in front of you, its mouth opens and closes uh, as it crumbles to its knees and then the bones just fall apart. The axe still stuck in the hero pillar in front of you. After a few okay. seconds, this one burns out too. All right. Um, Philly, uh, any other movement bonus? No, no, I'm good. All right. You're still peeking around underneath this massive axe, which is wedged in the, in the pillar. All right. Felice. Yes. Um, so I'm flying back and forth. Ah! Ah! And I guess I'm like on the downswing right now because they haven't taken that attack yet, right? Yep. It's sort of the way this timing works. Um, and I think I just start to scream out the names of these pillars, people. Oh, nice. All right. So you, between being hauled... Here's the thing. Uh, when you're moved a little forward, it activates the one that uh, Fenris is huddled near. As you are pulled back through the wall of fire and begin your turn under there. these people, right? These people are, like, standing on pillars, is that right? Uh, they're pretty close. Yeah, they're right next to um, So They're not actually under them? Isn't there one where the skeleton's standing? Or the uh, oh, yeah, there is one there, actually. So, yeah, that one activates right next to you, and the one, as you're pulled back and through the wall of fire, 
Um, you were going to take damage from it. How much damage was that again? It wasn't that much. 5d8. Oh no, it's it's just 13 a 13. Was rolled. Yeah, so 13 damage to you, uh, Felice, as you're dragged That's through the wall. That's just auto hit. I don't get to deck save. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with it. I think it's injuries. I think it's just you start your turn there. Maybe. No, I said your turn in it, or when you pass through it. Okay, yeah. so but, you get a you can do a deck save, I guess. Try to take is it. Half it, it. It is awkward because I am like. I'm gonna say uh, deck save with disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Save with this it's one of those funny things where like if i was grappled it would not um this is the right sheet right yeah if i was grappled it wouldn't give me a um so advantage technically that's yeah. super relevant oh <laughs> yeah you rolled uh so 13 damage or are you re-rolling yep, 13 damage, damage. yeah so you were with disadvantage 30, on that because you were technically grappled yeah i think that's totally not, i mean grapple yeah. is normally given to restraint does i'm just Anyway, well, you're you're being um, pinwheeled around by a, a mimic yeah, which no, is stuck to its act. <laughs> you take 30 damage. It's not too much. Uh, but as you go back that way, you are within range to activate that pillar. Um, do me How one... many can I activate? You're just shouting names. It's free action. So those names are okay. like... Because um... there's four here, right? There's, there's this one here, this one here, this one here, this one here. Is that correct? Um, or is I, there not one under this one? There's not one underneath that other minotaur. I don't believe I can move him for can a second. Care? Can you move him? <laughs> I'll move him. No, there's no pillar there. Okay, there's not. Okay, great. But okay, there was cool. one right next to the... So I want Archibald. at least these two, but I'd also get this one if I can. Yeah, which you do. That was why you took the damage. Cool. Uh, that was great. the cost Love of it. it. Uh, so you activate those. So you call out as you're being swung around. Um, Cesar, Zevik, Dope. Rennick the bloody. <laughs> You're trying to remember which ones are which. Hey, at this point. <laughs> but you got a crit on your history check, so I'm not going to make you roll for it now, because you know who awesome. these people are. So you, they Thank burst you. into light and do quite. Uh, they do some damage. Then not a ton, but some. Uh, ten. You okay? Just went mute here. So they're taking some damage. Uh, also, the ones in front of the wall of fire start to burn up, and they... Yeah, actually, all the minotaurs, between the radiant damage and the wall of fire damage, boom. 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 Uh, yeah, actually, that one's dead, too. All the minotaurs crumble into dust. This specter is still here, but it's it's hissing and tries to move backwards. Uh, and the shadows, this shadow on its turn moves around. This specter moves away from it and does not get an attack. You you as you're dropped to the ground, uh, um, you might get a shot off at it. But all right. Uh, yeah, how so far then, do I fall? <laughs> you, you land on your feet. You're fine. Uh, as the minotaurs evaporate okay. around you, um, that's that's that turn. All right, I do need to take a quick little break here. Uh, just my kids are waking up, so I gotta go deal with that. But uh, we'll be right back and then wrap this up. Fair? Okay. All right. Sorry about this, good. guys. Uh, the joys of parenthood. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, how long? Can't are... run back to the wall. Let Let's say eight minutes. Is that long enough? Okay, because I was going to take the dogs out. Oh, okay. Uh, how long does that take? 10? 20? <laughs> 25? We never know. Yeah. I'll, t I'll tell you what, actually, because it's getting late. 
Um, with the pillars activated, none of these creatures want to get any closer. So you don't have to worry about them if you're near a pillar. They're just lurking on the outside, looking in and being menacing. Um, rather quickly... Um, the, yeah, so you have three skeletal minotaurs to take care of. And I think between you murderous folks, I think you'd be able to mop them up pretty quickly. Are you guys okay to just describe it? No. How yeah, you, sure. How do you vanquish the last of these minotaurs as these specters lurk and shadows lurk uselessly outside the radius of these glowing pillars? Uh, dibs on one. I probably would take dibs on one as well, because... one for each of you. Necrotic Shroud, I'm allowed one attack that I can also add another ten necrotic to it. Oh, yeah. This one oh. comes hissing up towards the window, and that'll be Ben Coombs. You see one a little behind, and arrows just pin cushion it. It's more the magic of the bow. The piercing damage is not as effective. Uh, ben Coom, how do you... Uh, well, Darmida, is that a cool description or do you want to add to it? Yeah, no, no. I'm good with that. All right, Ben Coom, how do you finish this one? Um, I, I take the hit, sort of the Hidden Lord, uh, like a spear, and I throw it through the Minotaur's uh, chest, bursting out shards of, of bone, and, uh, and then I make eye contact with Fenris. Uh, <laughs> And I say, can't keep up. And I just... And you just step through. Throw up the whole thing, and the uh, bone surrounds me as it, like, rains down slowly, and I look menacing. Nice. Like Flames flicking. Through the wall of fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, flickering away behind you as you as you've stepped into the space to engage, uh, stepping over the large windowsill. Uh, the other minotaur comes bashing out through this door <gasps> right next to Felice. Who wants it? I mean, either Felice or I can probably just finish him off. Like, Finish off what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think bashing through the door, seeing I'll probably chill touch it. If sure. it's like badly wounded, I wouldn't really waste one of my, my more powerful magics also because it's standing right near the all the fire that's true it comes out and starts taking fire damage next turn so i would just grab it yeah. with like a skel a shadowy skeletal hand um to do some damage to it and then let the fire finish it off nice and, yeah and felice got dropped and just like immediately was backpedaling from the flames because it like flashes at like 10 feet right so she had to like backpedal and just like, bursts through the wall and yeah, it's just, just like strangled by fenris yeah yeah, it's slowed down by Fenris. Uh, how do you want to, or do you just want to keep staying away from it, or do you want to? Yeah, we, we see me like like dodging between its legs, basically. We're like, ah, 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 because I'm still frightened of Darmida. I can't even move closer. That's true. Um, do you want to do anything against it, or just go, take the dodge action? Yeah, I'm just I'm just like weaving in here as as they gets peppered to death. Uh, you see Archibald climb up this statue, like literally hand on the bust, <laughs> getting like. Uh, climbs up about a good 10 feet as he's climbing up over uh, what's her name? Uh, who cares? Aliciandra, who cares? It's fine. Oh, Lavelle de Nou. Uh, he climbs up, he's like, Lavelle, darling, you were always hot. Ugh, come on. And he takes a leap over the wall of fire to clear it. Do an ac uh, acrobatics just quick. Sure. 
<laughs> see how far he can make it. Acrobatics. Um, or athletics. I don't have this technically trained, but I'm pretty sure it is trained. All right. Uh, he lands, almost twists his ankle, jumps up, and th- and hobbles over. He's like, whatever. Stabs the thing. Uh, and uh, the radiant blade just... Just eviscerating this thing. Um, so mm-hmm. between the, this and a couple few minutes later, is it's just like... <laughs> the minotaurs are yes. defeated. The pillars are keeping the shadows at bay. You guys have access. As you turn around... Um, and look inside you see you see a figure walking out of these curtains from within a tall man lanky his hair braided in in tight dreadlocks his skin although dark uh, is a little bit sallow and sunken his eyes a burning radiant red He's dressed plainly, but is adorned by the holy symbols of Saren Ray. Who shoots him? Um, he walks forward and and calls out to you and says, There are many, many more who will answer my call. Why do you interrupt? Why? Do you attack my sanctuary? As he comes walking forward, before you stands a twisted cleric of Serenray, the Um. Everlight. Somehow, at a glance, you can tell. Plus the fact that he motions and a bunch of, like, the minotaur, like, the shambling undead respond to his call as he walks through this curtain. And he says... More interlopers. Did the dog of Pelor send you as well to do the abyssal bidding? So how many arrows does he take before he says all that? No. <laughs> he, he's got his hands out, but he's, he begins to lower them as if he wants to chat, but he sure. is it ready to bring them back up again. Do we have time to do this? Sure. Like, I, I can chat with you. I, sure. I, gotta I figured that was I think it's cut, quiet. but yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'd step forward and say we're no friends of Pelor. We're trapped here um, in this city just as you are. We're looking for a way out. But we are looking for others, people that we can work with. I am not trapped in this city. I am where I need to be, doing what I need to do. And what is that? The only thing. We must kill any demons that stand before us. He sniffs. He takes a good long look at Fenris. You have the stench. Do you stand in f- before me as prey, as a deceiver from the abyss? He looks over at Darmida, squints, looks at Ben Coombe, 
Archibald. I think Archie like vaults over this window, assuming it's also broken open, yeah. and is like, "Are we talking now?" And Archie has a move, a move for this. I wouldn't want to deny him that. Uh, he has a so, what? He has a move for this. He has oh. panache. Oh, nice. And yeah. What does so maybe do? do if you want to do that now. That's like he can talk to people, roll persuasion check, and literally charm them. Nice. So maybe we'll do that next time. <laughs> like, that sounds pretty good. Maybe but... start with that. Um, Hopefully, jail beer. And I don't know Gid- to, he, he, yeah. The man standing in front of you introduces himself and he says, My name is Gideon Lightward. And I am here to slay every last demon in hells and in the abyss. And I will do whatever it takes. I will kill anyone who stands in my way. Do you stand in my way? I'll help you. Oh, you raised these. We're no friends of demons or devils. That's that's what I kill. I hunt those. Then Coombe sweats nervously. (laughs) (laughs) I do step in front of Fenris, though, when he starts kind of um, alluding that he has a stench and that he's an enemy. I will step in front of Fenris to block the way. You smell. Gideon Lightward takes a a good look at you all and then says, Do not deceive me as the others did when they came. They professed fancy words. But then I I could tell I could tell they were corrupted. Do not lie to me. If you will fight in the eternal battles, then you are welcome here. Join my side, and we will drive them back to the abyss where's commander Penderson a false paladin she fought through her and her group Refusing my overtures. She is below. She okay. will not like what she finds. Okay. If you um, wish to follow her, stop her. I may let you pass, but her eyes are clouded. Her judgment, false. There is only one fight. Someone do a persuasion check. 
Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, and you have I'll do a persuasion check. that's happening, can I ask if Archie knows this guy? It's like local history? Ooh. Roll history for Archie. Because I'm curious. With I advantage. Have no idea With I advantage. have no idea what his Archie check is, so it's going to basically just be a point. Like <laughs> Roll an Archie check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roll a. Um, we went to kindergarten together. That guy's an asshole. Well, kind of. Like, yeah. again, I'm going to use the panache if we're doing a thing. Yeah, yeah, do but, it. Uh, so uh, I don't know uh, how much his bonifier is. That's just a, that's just a d20. But it's a 12 on a d20. All right, Gordon, on your persuasion 23. 23. That's pretty good. With all the help from Darmina. It was actually Darmina that tipped the scales, but you, you were doing pretty good on your own. But as she stepped forward and he saw that she's no demon. Um... And he even takes in, he takes a good long look at Ben Coom and begrudgingly nods. You may pass. Um, Panache, and yeah, you can do it with, uh, uh, go Did you want to read that out? Yeah, yeah, go, uh, so Archie like, I haven't role-played 12. Archie because I'm letting people play their actual characters. Yeah, Archie got I a, feel like got a 12 a on his history check. He, he, yeah, he doesn't know... Okay. Just because I'm that's from I don't know what it's El Terrell doesn't mean I know everyone in El Terrell. There's a lot yeah, of pompous assholes. I, they all seem alike to me. Yeah. So I think he has expertise in persuasion, but he might only have um, the other thing. That's a trash roll, though. Holy crap. You, the dice roller, hates you, Darcy. I don't yep. think you... So you rolled a three and a two. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got, anyway, you got a five and an eight total. Um, so unfortunately... Uh, it's contested. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. And he probably has at least an additional plus, what are we at, four or three at this point? Oh, I, I, oh yeah. Never so, mind, that's a 17. <laughs> All right, that's a shame. <laughs> Gideon Lightward looks at um, Archibald. Archie just... flatters. All everyone else takes over the conversation. It's like, oh, and... let, let, let you talk about it, I guess. Yeah, Archie falters he as he's doing. starting to talk, and uh, Gideon Lightward, um, he's a little taken aback as he looks at him. As you see, there was a wound on his shoulder, presumably from one of a uh, previous battle, because um, he wasn't hit here, and it's just busy knitting itself together, right in front of him, the broken. Uh, flesh just returning back to full health and it throws Archie off his game as he realizes I'm not talking to a living creature this is this is something else uh, and it throws Archie off his game which is why he really doesn't he's um, yeah, uh, right you've got a um, little uh, your broke uh, your sash is kind of um, split there <clears throat> I know a good tailor. Anyway. And that was his oh. attempt to persuade. All right. And with that, Gideon Lightword says, Fine. Go below. Take this gnat of a paladin away. Stop her however you wish. But I warn you, Demonic presence is corrupting. It twists you. It can break you. And you will never know if she is thus corrupted. 
do the world, do the hells a favor. Finish her quickly. And then we will destroy these invaders and serve the eye of Pelor as we serve the hells together. And with that, I think we're going to stop for the night. Cool. Oh, wow. He just said that the, he serves the Eye of Pelor? No. No, no. that they serve the, serve eye. the Eye of Pelor. Okay. And we'll destroy them. Yes, okay. He serves the Hells, if you will. Yes? Did I get interpretation? I'll tell you what. Why don't you... Uh, we'll come back next week and we'll see what you think about what that meant. Yeah, I think I think he's not serving the Hells. I, I thought I thought maybe he's against the, the Hells. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do I, think he said he's going to kill all demons, not devils. Yeah. But I could have misheard. No, yeah. he, he definitely demons. was very clear. He hates... Demons. 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 Specifically yeah, okay. demons. Ah, uh, see. Got it. I'm and totally... he's willing to do anything it takes to destroy demons. Anything. You're in an awkward position, Darmita. If the enemy of your enemy is your friend, that makes devils your friend. And demons your friends. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and he's offered you to basically join his uh, his crusade against the demon hordes that are invading the hells I don't know he might uh, be willing to kill innocents aren't you Yeah. name like Gideon damn this guy is hot as hell (laughs) (laughs) he is is pretty pretty attractive fellow when he was alive a little less uh, a little less fancy now that he's uh now he's all undead and stuff. An actual fallen angel? Gideon? No, he's yeah. a he's a pal- uh he's a, a cleric, a priest of Serenray. You can tell no, no. easily. An actual lore. Oh yeah. Like um in like religious lore, I think <laughs> the fallen or maybe no, maybe I'm thinking Gabriel. I just like how you said lore, but immediately I think we were all think- still thinking about like the lore of D and D. No, I assumed it. Like, the real meta of the world. <laughs> the meta of the world. I think I think I'm. I I heard Gideon, but I think I'm thinking of Gabriel. Gabriel was the fallen angel. Oh yeah. Sorry, my years of religious studies have come back. That's all good. I, I'm a little fuzzy on some of that, although, hey, Paradise Lost is a good read. I should probably get around to that again. That's, yeah, I mean, that's partly why I was like, you know what? Maybe. Descent to Avernus is dovetailing nicely with the story we're already telling, so. All right, um, I think we need a an episode name before we go. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Internets? Internets? Episode names or viewers? Funeral at the Grand Cemetery? (laughs) It was the Grand Cemetery episode. 
and Gideon uh, will either die next episode or be our friend next episode. So I'm kind of curious to see which way you guys take that. Yeah, it's always funny when someone just walks up and starts talking. It's like, oh, I guess I guess we're not fighting now. <laughs> well, he he definitely wasn't being offensive. He came out and was like, I can do stuff, but I'm not. Gonna. You know how often I've done that in the game and got shot in the face. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> true i didn't give you guys a chance you were busy murdering his minotaurs it's okay he'll just raise them again they'll have a few more notches in their rib cages and it's all good except maybe the one you turned into like ash actually you kind of turned a bunch of them into ash <laughs> yeah most of them that wall mm -hmm. of fire just picking away at them yep that was fun all right, I don't think the internet's going to get the opportunity to name this. Maybe we'll do this after the fact, or unless anybody else wants to say it. Dust off, nuke it from orbit. Uh... That's good. <laughs> I know. The search for Commander Pen Penderson or whatever. I like that the one. The search for Spock. <laughs> the search for Commander Penderson, I feel like. Search. The start. Yeah the leg of the journey right absolutely all right search for commander penderson aka stealth is overrated all right <laughs> thanks for watching everybody thanks very much for uh, joining us tonight and um i'm not sure about next week it may or may not be a tuesday i am gonna need a hiatus as i go back to work full-time that's gonna be a little bit of a, a hiccup but we will keep you posted here. Uh, I also stream other games, so you can always drop by for that. You can check us in the uh, uh, podcast places. Uh, and also the shout-out, by the way, to all the people who listen on Podbean and on Spotify. Uh, we get some listeners out from Germany, so I've never said hi to Germany before. So, hey, thanks very much, Germany. Um, my German is awful. I will not even do it for you. Uh, and... Uh, uh, but, you know, thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to check out our stuff on YouTube. Give us a sub or a follow or throw us a message. Tell us what we did wrong. Tell us what we did right. And if we, uh, if you ever want to make suggestions, join us live or just hammer that Instagram. Any other parting messages? Check out uh, Lost Ones. Oh, on yeah. Yeah, in about two months almost. Two months. Countdown to yeah, Lost Ones. That's going to be weeks, great. Yeah. And we'll be yeah. doing featuring that uh, live as much as we can here, too. So uh, we'll, we'll do some of that. Definitely. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching, and stay safe. I will take the opportunity mm. to plug my show tomorrow. Oh, Blades yeah. in the Dark, 8 o'clock Eastern to 12 o'clock. We've been surprisingly consistent in hitting those hour marks, which is baffling to me. So <laughs> Nice. 8 to 12. 8 to 12, Blades, Blades in the it's Dark. Good. Nice, and Spurs you're, you're playing in that, if I remember. Right. I'm playing in that, yeah, nice. but I'm doing all the tech. Yeah. Nice, and if I get time, I'll be doing some Bird more... Is bird is Bird is Bird is Said. Hey, that's, hey, that's you. Me. Yeah, that's you, Bird is Bird is Bird is Bird is. So go check out Bird is Bird is Bird is Bird is. Um, yeah, they GM, they GM. Bird is Bird is Bird is Bird is. Absolutely, Said. thanks for coming by. Glad I could catch some absolutely and if you have any suggestions for uh uh well, wait i have to write that down before i forget it was uh the search for command uh commander penderson aka stealth is overrated all right so we'll leave you there and have a safe and happy week take care of each other take care of yourselves and we'll see you later bye everybody have a good night hey